This book has bad words. Hey, hard yarners. Welcome to this week's episode of the show. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by the Comedy Lounge in Perth. The Comedy Lounge is one of Australia's biggest and best stand-up comedy venues. And very diverse. They have Scottish comedians on. Yeah. Like Such as? Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best comedy room on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Please book me. <laughs> <laughs> So we have Grant Mushette, a.k.a. the King of the Swing. Oh, the King of the Swing, baby. I'm the King of the Swing. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode went for two hours, but it was probably more like 20 hours in Mush's time. Oh, mate. That'll make sense. It uh, kicks off like about half an hour in. It just fucking takes a, a direction in which I don't know where it went. That's but how most conversations go with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely awesome it's episode. Good. If you, you like hearing about uh, methed out dudes flipping cars, stealing your car back from a bikey, oh. um, some really important stuff about about mental health, setting goals, and then some bullshitting. Yeah, the fake news was good fun. And um, yeah, and then make sure, obviously, if you watch, uh, listen to the podcast, get onto our Insta and our Facebook um, and like and subscribe and on the podcast. Leave a itself. review. That'd be awesome. So enjoy the show. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. The fake news, the enemy of the people. The that I call the fake news the enemy of the people. The fake news. And there it is on Q Delby. How are we, guys? Fantastically run down, bro. Oh, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I fucking had sports carnival. I've been on the mic all day. Yeah. Sports carnival, then writing weddings, then uh, updating my website, uh, and then fucking F45. Now here. <laughs> it's fucking, it's hectic at the moment for me yeah. as well. How are you, Marsh? Good? Good, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, yeah. Bring that bring mic. Bring that mic closer. Yeah, yeah bring it nice that? and close. Yeah, get a real law. Well, you don't have to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. How are you, mate? You're, oh, fantastic, man. Do you know, I've seen you for the first time at the lounge, what, two, was it two weeks ago? Funny as fuck. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fucking were, mate. I've, there's there's uh, people who are who seem to be... Like they have funny jokes, and yours seem to be a lot of delivery, and I liked your attitude. <laughs> he just it. said your jokes aren't funny. No, no. <laughs> I've got no rating skill. <laughs> no, I just, I just loved the the attitude and the the tone of the whole show. It was yeah, fucking I from like start that. to finish. I like that picture you put up. But, uh. Yeah, well, that's how, that, and that I think that sort of sums up the show. It's real fun, fucking, uh, yeah, in your face. Fuck and, you, comedy. Yeah, <laughs> no, I loved it. So, uh, yeah. Good to have you on. Cheers, man. Yeah. So, Mush is my housemate as well. Yeah. Listening. Yeah, that was- I've uh, adopted a comic. Yeah. So Another one. That's yeah. <laughs> Cam McLaren was first. We just I've, get him on. Just yeah. get, you cycle through him. <laughs> We're writing like, jokes. And Mush like was like, please, sir, can I have some more? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. But, How's uh, things, man? What's going on? Uh, what's going on with me? Well, I don't know, man. It's good to be out and about post-COVID. Uh, other than that, just gigging, trying to get gigs. There's not as many gigs, so it's harder. Mm. Uh, and yeah, just plodding along, trying to get fit, man. I'm on the keto diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing keto. Uh, been, keto? Yeah, I've been going hard on the keto, minus the red wine tonight. So the keto is like no carbs or no processed carbs, is that right? Yeah, no refined sugars, no carbs, no breads, rices, pastas, any of that yeah. shit. It's just meat. Uh, and, and veg. veg, pretty much. But and connoisseur, uh, late at night. Is fruit, <laughs> oh my God. Is, is fruit part of that? 
Nah, you can't eat fruit too much glucose, man. Really? I don't know if glucose is the right word. <laughs> yeah, but so no fruit or no fruit, man. or very limited. But yeah. I eat this protein powder, and apparently it's got all the the goodness of five portions of fruit and veg. Oh, okay. And I've lost three kilos in three weeks. Fuck. Ah. Well, keto, like I definitely feel. I've I don't do it now, but I felt better when I was doing ketogenic. Yeah, definitely. Well, man. I don't know, man. I made some keto mousse with mush. Oh, the mousse was not pretty. <laughs> it wasn't good, eh? <laughs> the ingredients were like. Fucking half a litre of cream, <laughs> half a litre of Philly cheese, a fuckload of stevia, like a cup of stevia, um, and yeah, cocoa powder and salt, and I put too much salt in, bought a whisk. And it broke, man. It was like... Holy shit. Yeah, it was pretty fucked, man. And then it tasted okay, but it was like just eating fat. Chocolate flavored fat. Yeah, <laughs> it's like eating. I'm yeah. going to send something then. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's good liver. Mush mush has come from Scotland, and do you, do you find you guys dream. riff jokes off each other like and practice? We've just started material? doing where we sit down and actually write. I didn't really appreciate living with a comic for a, for quite a while, so uh, <laughs> I've only just started uh, started working on jokes with Delby. Really, yeah. yeah. I've been five for. I've been away three and ones for like last three months. So yeah, I'm just back in Perth now, and it's like oh. Yeah, can do stuff again. So well, <laughs> let's get into Mush's story before we talk about anything because it's it's an interesting one. But yeah, um, we always do fake news. Okay. And um, I, I was talking to Mush the other day, and I'll get him to tell the story, but <laughs> I'll preface it because I can't remember the story, but I remember it being funny. Yeah. And you know how we always ask our guests any fake news about him. Yeah. So um, I was saying to Mush how I heard a story when I was traveling, or when my mate was traveling, that uh, there was this chick. So he told me that he met a girl while they wait for a bus and she told him this story that there was a girl that she knew yep. who was in, I think, Norway. Okay. And um, she was backpacking through and this family asked her to babysit or dog sit, right? <laughs> yeah. So she's at the house and they leave and they, she has to look after this dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog's a bit older and um, they're gone like two days and the dog dies. So this chick freaks out and she doesn't know what to do. Mm. So she puts the dog in a suitcase and gets on a bus to bring it to the vet. So while she gets on the bus, this guy sees her sitting by herself and he comes and sits next to her. Okay. Starts talking. Yeah. And the guy finds out, you know, what are you, where are you from? Oh, I'm only in town for a little bit. I've just got here. Um, you know, I'm staying with this family. And then uh, he goes, where are you getting off? She goes, I'm getting off here. So he's like, yeah, I'm getting off here as well. So he gets off. She gets off. When the bus leaves, he turns around, punches her, breaks her nose, steals the suitcase. What? And gives her legs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So she has to go back to the family (laughs) and explain why she's got a broken nose and why the dog's gone. But the best part... Is the guy, I can't help but piss myself thinking that guy thinks he's scored a whole suitcase <laughs> of her shit of- and he gets home and he opens it up and there's just a dead dog in a suitcase. <laughs> like, he'd be like, who the fuck was this chick? Who was that? <laughs> like, that's more questions than, than your common thief has to deal with. Fuck. So. It- 
probably be high on something as yeah. well, which it freaked be- him out even more. He would go, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> you'd be terrified. Like if there's a psycho walking around with a dog in a suitcase, <laughs> and you've stole that suitcase, <laughs> she's and coming sh- after you, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's the start of John Wick Four. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's already dead. <laughs> she's gonna chase you. <laughs> Bring back my dog cunt. <laughs> it's not a dog. It wasn't just a dog. <laughs> so I told that to Mush and Mush was like, yeah, I was the dude that stole the suitcase. No, Mush was- <laughs> <laughs> How have I never heard so, that story? Yeah, we're talking about like fake news or maybe urban tales like that. Yeah. And so Mush is originally from, I'll let you finish, bro. Where are you from and, and what's, your, what's your deal? So from this little village in Scotland, it's called Philipson. Uh, it's tiny. There's only about fucking 30 people. Oh, no, it's not 30. It's bigger than that. There's about 300 people. Yeah. Uh, it's 10 times bigger than what you said. <laughs> <laughs> so we started with the yeah. fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Some comics like to exaggerate. Uh, <laughs> Minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> he is a minimalist as well, so that's gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a minimalist. Okay, we yeah. can go down that path soon. Go. But I, uh, no, so there's 300 people, and uh, my dad told me this story uh, when I was younger, and he told me this story about um, someone in the village had a pet parrot, and had this pet parrot, and the parrot ran away, or, oh, it didn't run away, it flew away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it flew away, and fucking a few months later, it was winter, and it was snowing, and uh, snowing hell hard, fucking, um, and my dad's in the house with his, uh, his Jack Russell mm. uh, and fucking this crow comes down the chimney because old school houses with the ch- fucking like coal chimneys and shit and it crow comes down the Jack Russell goes fucking ape shit grabs this crow like ragdolls it about the house there's fucking like yeah it's like it's just fucking what? yeah a mess my a dad <laughs> My dad's like traumatised fucking blood place like squirted all over the walls oh. so he grabs this fucking crow and he takes it outside and he, and he fucking he chucks it out in the snow and he's like fuck I'll deal with that later yeah um, and he cleans up the living room and then he forgets about the crow and then about two weeks later all the snow had melted and he went outside <laughs> <laughs> and he saw that all the melted snow had washed all the soot from the coal off this parrot So the bloke that's parrot went missing was living in the chimney. <laughs> what? what? Hang on. <laughs> you said a parrot went missing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so whose parrot was it again? The neighbours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and his parrot had went into the chimney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah, the yeah, time yeah, it yeah. got to the bottom of the chimney, it was, it was a cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so it just looks like you've killed your neighbour's parrot and just right. left it out the front as a power move. left it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> your parrot's dead, mate. <laughs> oh, did you just find it? No, I left it there for two weeks in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, classic. So, I um, I don't think I've ever had the experience to kill a bird. Nothing. Yeah, well, you've never pulled one, so. Ah, classic. <laughs> um, nah. uh, yeah, have you have actually heard some proper fake news stories about yourself before? I was trying to think of some, but not really, man. No rumours? Just that he's a shagger. Well, some people say I'm not a shagger, so... <laughs> <laughs> so you're into, minimal- you're into minimalism. 
Yeah, is that's that, why he's doing keto. Is that like <laughs> trying to like, minimalize the? Did you body. watch the doco? And went? Is nah, that I was kind of naturally doing it just about the time as those guys got popular, and then I started looking into those the minimalists, and then, yeah. uh, I've just got nothing, man. I've just got a camera, a laptop, mm-hmm. and fun. so he's poor, but he's just—he's a minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> he's just rebranded. Chicks come round, they're like, "Oh, your room's so bare." I'm like, "Minimalism, baby." <laughs> See, I watch right. when they say my dick, I'm like, "Oh, it's minimalism." minimalism. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that doggo and. Um, my housemate at the time, he fucking pissed himself. I watched it and then I walked in straight into my bedroom and started getting rid of all my clothes and shit. And yeah. he's the opposite. He yeah. was the fucking uh, the fashionista with the 10 watches and the 10 hats. But, yeah. mate, I loved it. Yeah, it's good, man. I walk into the wardrobe, one black T-shirt, done. That yeah. was it. You know, it's since grown a little bit, but I'll go through and re-minimalise it. But... Yeah. Makes clutter. a difference. Like fresh head, fresh mind, you're ready to go. Yeah, it's like when you clean your car, you feel clutter-free and... Yeah. And all that. Oh, um, Mush doesn't have one. He's minimalist. <laughs> no car. I didn't for a while, man. Got rid of it. Yeah. Just um, just got a nice Jeep so he can go trekking a bit. A nice 97 Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into comedy? Like, what was your... Uh, can't remember, man. Wanted to do it for a few years. And then... Because Mush is younger than us. So what are you, yeah, how old are you again? 27 years old. 27. Just had a hard oh, paper round, man. <laughs> <laughs> just dodging parrots. <laughs> Been up that chimney, man. <laughs> But yeah, so how did you get to Perth? I guess we should start because you moved here what five years ago? Yeah, I moved here when I was twenty-two. Uh, I can hardly tell, like the accents still. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gone. I think I've got like a, a mongrel accent. Right? It's a strange one. It's not quite Edinburgh. It's not quite Glaswegian. I don't know. So but, uh, why did you decide to come to Perth of all places? I had a mate in Perth living in Rockingham. And I was Ugh. like, yeah, yeah, no, man. And he was like, come to Rockingham. It's the best place ever. <laughs> Probably high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's come, he's come to the beat. big smoke, but the big smoke was just Rockingham meth cloud. Do you know what? I don't think I've ever been to Rockingham. Really? Ever. Fuck off. I don't think I've ever There's been. There's nice beaches there. I was going to say, I've seen nice beaches. Penguin yeah. Island, Seal Island, Point Perrin. It's all really nice stuff, man. It's all fishing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just good, man. You know how you just listed... Penguin Island, Seal Island, Point Perrin is like as far away from Rockingham. It's on the point of Rockingham and then in the ocean on an island. The meth heads are like the White Walkers. They can't go in the water. (laughs) (laughs) You're just on Penguin Island. They're just waiting on shore. Hey, mate, you got a dollar? (laughs) You got a dollar? (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's yeah. Uh, no, so then, uh, yeah, moved here, moved in with that guy. Um, was it purely to see this dude? Was he an Aussie or a Scotsman? Oh, no, nah, so... Because uh, didn't you tell me that you went through, like, a bit of a breakup? Yeah, yeah, I had a bit of a meltdown with a chick and then uh, booked my flight to Australia the next day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm healthy. <laughs> and then uh, about three months later, moved here. Uh, caught my mate and the plan was meet him for a bit stay with him for a little bit travel around Australia uh, and then uh, I went up on the mines and I worked on the mines for about because what did you already had your um, not degree oh my trade in that yeah yeah I already had a trade so like I went up to the mines done one shutdown looked at my As paycheck a <laughs> looked at my paycheck and was like oh I'm never leaving <laughs> <laughs> And it was like it was like right at the end of the boom, and all these guys were like, 50 bucks an hour is fuck all." And I'm like, 
<laughs> but like, we used to get double this. I'm like, I'm taking your job. <laughs> yeah, well. So um, actually, that's pretty funny. The first, when you were telling my dad how you got here, my dad couldn't believe it, man. Yeah. And you do this on stage, but like there's a bit more to it. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny. So I moved- Maybe uh, share that. That's yeah, gold. Yeah, tell that story. I moved- uh, <laughs> <laughs> His first day or first week yeah. here in Rockingham, man. So I got here fuck. on the 1st of May 2015, which I think was a Sunday. Uh, drank like fuck. Well, pretty much woke up on the Saturday rough as. And, uh, hang, hang on, you arrived on a Sunday and woke up on the Saturday? <laughs> 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 it's like hang on. Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's like the next Glas- Glasgow barbecue. Hey, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> So I moved in with my Scottish mate who was already living with this guy from Rockingham uh, and uh, I've been living there all week. Uh, the other guy who had been living with, the Australian guy from uh, Tasmania, uh, I won't say his name, <laughs> but he, he'd, been, uh, he'd been up Fife up north or down south, one of the places, and uh, he comes back on the Saturday and he's like excited to meet me and he's like, he's a real nice guy to be fair, yeah. but uh, a bit of a cooked cunt and he's like, uh, let's go a road trip, man, let's go let's go check out Scarborough, Fremantle and all that shit, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm like, I'm, r- I'm rough though, I'm hungover, I don't really want to... Uh, I don't want to drink. I'll just drive you guys around. He's like, yeah, sick, take the ute. So I'm driving his big like Mitsubishi pimped out, uh, tried in, I don't know, probably like a 50 grand ute. Yeah. On the other side of the road as well? <laughs> no, nah, we drive the same right. side of the road. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking, yeah. We don't have stop signs though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a village of 30. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we end up to like Ocean Beach Hotel, um, like Scarborough beachfront and like him and my, my mate from back home, Gary and this Aussie guy, they're just getting tanked, man. Like, uh, like getting absolute mortal, just, uh, steaming. And I, um, I'm driving him and it gets to like seven at night and he phones his mate down in Rockingham. And he's like, Oh, we'll do a surfing turf tonight. We'll get like fucking steaks and prawns and shit. And so we do that and we go to the shop and we buy the steaks, the prawns and all that. And those guys are just mortal. And it was the first time I'd heard that expression, blind drunk. <laughs> Which is weird, because uh, I was looking at him thinking more Down syndrome stone. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> it's like 8 p.m. and um, we're like, right, we'll go back down the road to have a barbecue. Um, so I'm driving his Trident and we're driving down Rockingham Road, the one that goes along like the industrial estate down Rockingham Way, yeah, like past BP and all that. And um, he's on the phone to his missus and I'm driving. We're probably doing like 70, 80 kilometers an hour. And he goes to his uh, missus like, oh, babe, just wait a second. And I'm like, oh, what's he going to say? And, and he just goes, watch this, cunts. And he ripped the handbrake off. <laughs> <laughs> and this car, shit, you know what, man, was like traveling on the inside lane of a dual carriageway. <gasps> and it was going like this. And it must have flipped over once, done a spin, and then flipped over again. Because we were, <laughs> when we, nah, I, I, I don't know about the geometry there. But like when we finished, we were driving that way. We were facing that way, and we were upside. Down. Fucking <laughs> sorry for the listeners. One eighty, upside down the other way. What? Who did that? That was him pulling the handbrake up. So once, he, as soon as he pulled Why? the handbrake up, the car kind of went on a sudden break, as obviously physics. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then the car went like this. So I'm with the steering wheel, I'm at this angle, and I've tried to like counterbalance it, went like this. Yeah. And then the third one just went poof, and we just into the bushes, man. And so you went left 45, right 45, then oversteer, and then nothing. flipped. This right, is your left, first day. Right, yeah. boom, done your the first day. First day, man. In the air, slow motion, just going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Transform. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> you know when Sam Witwicky is in Bumblebee and he's like, Wah! <laughs> As it's changing, that's my, like, in my head. Man, you need to change. Don't <laughs> Why don't you change it? <laughs> what what went through his head? <laughs> Fuck the, just, the just, fucking handbrake. He's, he's from fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Rockingham, I guess. Is yeah. he? So that makes a bit oh, of sense. You know those loose guns? Like, oh, I fucking did. Yeah, pull just, it, pull it up. It's like just reckless behaviour, man. But, was, but all right, so we're at the Fuck. car. The car's all right. My mate's in the back. He didn't have a seatbelt on. Um, he got a bit of a fucking rattling around. Me and my mate in the front had the the seatbelts on. Yeah, safety first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Responsible. <laughs> And, uh, I don't think the airbags went off. There was something to do with the airbags. Can't quite remember. I don't know if it, like you pull a handbrake, it cancels out the airbag. He probably it. disconnected them. <laughs> <laughs> probably sold them for a point. Uh, fix the firmware in these cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I um, we end up we're upside down. Um, he crawls out. I think my side. I think I crawled out my side. He crawled out his, his. And my friend Gary was in the back, and we were like. Come on, get out. And he's like a bit unresponsive, a bit fucking <laughs> taking on. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, get out. <laughs> we got surfing turf to eat. <laughs> but we uh we crawled out of there and um uh somebody had stopped because he'd seen what had happened. And um we were like, mate, did you see what happened? And he was like, Yeah, yeah, I saw what happened, and we were like well, we're going to tell the cops, because he'd phoned an ambulance, this guy, and uh, we were like, well, we're going to tell the cops that I dropped a cigarette and rolled the car trying to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, look, guys, I just want to make sure you're safe. I'm actually going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like, oh, I've got a point in my car. <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes, I was on the phone to you, mate. <laughs> I told him to pull up the handbrake. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, fuck. so, yeah, the fucking the ambulance comes and they're like, you guys don't know how lucky you are. Like, every time we get a call like this, we're usually scraping bodies off the floor. Like, you guys, like, really lucky. And yeah. um, the cops rocked up uh, and they were taking my statement. They were asking something about the... the the airbags I can't quite remember what it was but there was something suspicious about the way the airbags went off or if they didn't go off and, mm. and this is and where they launched the investigation <laughs> into the airbags <laughs> and the recall this is what this is what started the recall for four years man thanks bro uh, <laughs> who was that it was all the Toyotas Toyota, and like, all, it like was that. a specific yeah it was a specific carbon <laughs> airbag Magic. they weren't going off or they were going off at the wrong time I think it's my car yeah <laughs> we just I couldn't give a fuck yeah, <laughs> wow. like, fuck. yeah. So allegedly, anyway, what so, happened? Yeah, like, I'm in allegedly, the back of the and the cops are alleged. Good, good word. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. And they're, uh, they're going, "What happened?" And I'm going, "Oh, I just, uh, I just, uh, <laughs> just dropped a cigarette." <laughs> and I've got no packet in the car. <laughs> you don't, don't even smoke. smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they were like, "Oh, fucking, how long have you been in the country?" I was like, "A week." And they were like, "Oh, welcome to Australia." <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they took us to the hospital. And, um, but it was your first day, was it? Or was nah, it actually it was, a week? It was first week I'd been. Yeah. So I got there on a Sunday. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was in the following yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it took us to the hospital. It was probably like nine, ten o'clock at this point. Uh, like Saturday night, emergency room, busy as fuck. Yeah, rocking hair. And I'm there, <laughs> I'm there with my Scottish mate who's drunk as fuck and concussed. And my Aussie mate who's just drunk as fuck and clearly a bit of a nut job. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they're just fucking they're giving dogs abuse to all the staff man they're like fucking this is bullshit get us out here go and fucking heap shit and eventually the staff they take me to one side and they're like they're like asking me heaps of questions and they say something along the lines of like oh you know you don't need to defend them or something so it's like I'm thinking in my head they know something's up about that handbrake and the airbags I'm like mm. I don't know what's going on here man eh? uh, and then eventually I'm sitting there like because what they'd the only thing they'd salvage from the ute was an SK with tins of Jack Daniels and cola. <laughs> so, so they're in the hospital drinking, like sinking this fucking cans, getting thrown about it, going ape shit, man, like disrespectful. And I was like, oh, fuck, I need to get out of here. Yeah. Eventually they're like, you guys need to leave. Like, doesn't matter how you cut you <laughs> Just fuck off. <laughs> and uh, so his mate picks us up in this Commodore and uh, we, we go back to the house in Rockingham um, and it's like on the foreshore and me and my Scottish mate are like kind of come too he's a bit concussed he keeps saying the same shit over and over I'm like this is just annoying I want to go to sleep <laughs> and uh, exactly what you should do when you're concussed yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's the doctor's recommendations yeah. concussion go to sleep, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah so we kind of had a, a chill out nap whatever they were in our room um, and there was a fourth there was a guy that drove the car and now at this point there's me my mate Gary Aussie mate the guy that picked us up, his mate and his mate's girlfriend, um, and only me and my Scottish mate were in one room and the rest of them in this other room. Uh, and it probably got to about two, three in the morning. And uh, the guy comes through, the Aussie guy, he's like, right, we've, we've chilled out. Let's go home. I think he's going to give us his Commodore. We're going to drive home. We're only five minutes away. It'll be sweet. And yeah. me and my Scottish mate are like, yes, we're fucking, we're finally on the home, home straight here. <laughs> yeah. You know taxis are around, eh? <laughs> ah, fuck knows. Because <laughs> we jump in this Commodore. I guess, yeah, you don't know anyone in the country. Yeah. 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 And I'll tell you about the taxis in a minute. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, fucking, so we jump in this Commodore, me, my Scottish mate, and the, uh, the guy we're living with, uh, and it becomes pretty quickly, apparently clear that he wasn't napping and he's like cooked, man. Like, <laughs> he's been sitting just chuffing on a pipe oh. and we're just we start going down uh, I think it's Thomas Road down Rockingham uh, and we're in this Commodore we're doing like 200 allegedly. an hour allegedly yeah. doing about 200 kilometers an hour <laughs> and like we, he pulls into McDonald's and I'm screaming I'm like you need to fucking stop like screaming at the top of my voice petrified yeah. um, I could have probably jumped out at that point but for some reason I never uh, well, you didn't know when, when it was going 200 yeah, k's an hour or you mean when you no, stopped, when it? We stopped it so we stopped at Macca's crackers we stopped, <laughs> crack Donald's <laughs> he's fucked and he's stopping at Macca's I'm like <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be extra fried <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he, uh, he pulls in the uh, pulls in Macca's, get the food and that, and I'm holding on to it in the back, and then pull onto the freeway again. He just starts pinging it once more, doing like 200, and I'm like, Macca's is going everywhere. Like you're doing that speed, man. Shit just starts fucking like yeah. I'm covered in coke, fucking chips, fucking Big Mac, everything, man. Just, yeah. And we get up to safety bay roundabout. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ironic safety bay roundabout. <laughs> 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 like yes, there's a, somewhere I can pull over safety bay. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> yeah. So we get that roundabout, and he comes off the hill, does he like a sort of Yui, and there's the 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 roundabout, and he comes at it like this, and it's shit, you know, pulls the handbrake off. <laughs> This guy doesn't know brakes exist next to the accelerator. He's just learned with a handbrake. 
<laughs> so it fucking the car goes like does like a drift. It doesn't flip or fuck all. He he knows how to handle. It. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out when you're ready for it, eh? it's a bit easier. <laughs> uh, so it does this drift and it ends up on top of one of those little um, plants, the little black boys that like uh, center the the road. You know, yeah. those little stumpy trees with the grass trees. Grass yeah, like, politically yeah, correct yeah, terms oh, now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the grass. The f- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt like we got grass on because fucking we're on top. The car's like this and the tree so the the rear axis is on top of the tree and the front axis is on the ground and he's like you guys need to push so he's in the front seat so you literally fucking you're wedged yeah yeah like this and the the wheels aren't going to do anything man it's a rear wheel drive we're not going to like uh push it but we're we're, me and my scottish mate we're at the back pushing car tires going like this all that fucking bitumen and stuff just slapping us in the face and i'm like good this coca-cola could have done with some bitumen (laughs) 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 it's it's almost the full wash and now it's like tumble dry this is still your first real experience of australia Uh, in my head like the whole time i'm just thinking what the fuck what the fuck but like just panicking like i'm probably gonna get thrown out of the country <laughs> so we're pushing this car right in it i shit you not one car went round the roundabout after us and i don't know if there was cameras around or what but it was an unmarked police car and as soon as it saw us the lights just start flashing eh? and my aussie mate man just starts fucking lagging <laughs> and me and my scottish we're like what do we do and then fucking we're like oh i guess if he's running we're running <laughs> So we fucking, we start legging it. I lose him. I kind of, if I'm 100 metres from the cop car, my wallet's about 50 metres and I realise I've dropped it. I run about 25 metres back. The cop does about 25 metres and I'm like, 50's as close as it's getting. <laughs> and I just start sprinting without my wallet, man. So I ran away, lost my Scottish mate. I can hear in the background that my Aussie mate's been rugby tackled. <laughs> He's like, get the fuck off me, cats. <laughs> <laughs> so I end up I find myself in this like housing estate um, in uh, Warnborough uh, and I'm walking around and I'm kind of like there's the, there's another cop car by this point like already just kind of circling the streets kind of looking for, obviously looking for us uh, and I'm kind of just running around going like my mate's name nickname is Cobby and I'm like Cobby <laughs> Cobby and I some hook is like you want to look for Cobby <laughs> <laughs> pops out behind the car oh, hello <laughs> Uh, and then yeah I don't find them man couldn't find them so I'm like alright fuck well um, I kind of burrow my way around and I can see the police cars like lights flashing and shit I can see like up a little hill uh, and I can see that the Aussie guy's been caught and I'm like I know I'm close to his house but I don't have a fucking clue where it is because <laughs> for that first week uh, apart from drinking I'd been cycling to the Rockingham library every day to apply for jobs in the morning um, so, there's what? a library in Rockingham <laughs> <laughs> people apply for jobs in Rockingham <laughs> <laughs> <Would've been empty>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah fuck I, I start walking and i'm like walking down the street and i'm kind of recognizing bits and pieces and it's all very same same like on the main road it's the same houses on the left i'm like so i'm kind of trying to familiar uh familiarize myself and then um the thing is the taxis here are those swan taxis those white ones yeah with a red and blue stripe <clears throat> and they mm. look that's like Coppers. <laughs> exactly, man. So every time I seen one, I'm like diving into a bush or shit. <laughs> and I know my address, so I'm like, fuck, if a taxi did go past, boom, I'd be home. Yeah. Every time I seen one, I'm like, oh! Nah, you wouldn't be home because you go to pay and you're like, fuck my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, shit, you know what, man? I'm walking around and like a helicopter starts flying above with a big fucking spotty. What? And it's doing these ones, man. And I'm like, I honestly don't know 
there's no way to tell if that was for us or not but I think in that kind of collision if there's a helicopter cutting about you can assume it's for you yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but so, then again that's a pretty standard satellite not that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what it started off the spotlight began in the spot where it happened ah yeah so I'm like I'm pretty sure it was for us yeah. could, could have been a UFO could have been <laughs> <laughs> yeah. conspiracy podcast that's unidentified frying object <laughs> So uh, anyway, I wander around, man, and fucking, I shit you not, by the time, like, I, f- I find a servo, um, and I know I'm, like, really close to home, I recognise the servo, um, it's it's getting light I'm, as I'm walking in, and I'm, like, fucking, like, looking at myself, I've got shorts on, like, a white t-shirt, like, blood, sweat, Bitumen's coke. Yeah, coke, <laughs> fucking Big Mac sauce. <laughs> like, probably <She's> pissed. <laughs> looking the goods. Yeah. I'm, like, crawling at this, uh, the service station. Uh, and I'm like, fuck, I need to get home. I'm like, uh, do you know where? And I say, like, the address. And I'm like, nine, so-and-so court. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, no, you're in on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've got a public defendant. <laughs> court nine, it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, go get yourself a map. Um and I'll, I'll, I'll draw you a line and I'll, I'll photocopy the map. That means something different in Rocky Lab as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw you a line. <laughs> Run home. She's just testing me. She's like, has he yeah. been in an accident or is he a junkie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, fuck, she draws me a map, man. I'm like, yeah, right, cool. I can get myself home. Uh, and uh, I follow the map and I get home. And I get when I get home, the fucking... The front door's all smashed in because my Scottish mate got home before the oh. Aussie and he was like, well, I don't have a key. <laughs> so just- and he's like, well, this night's already been a shit show. <laughs> I smashed front doors, fuck off. Yeah. And he just smashed in. And when I went in, fair play to them, man. The two of them were sitting there cooking surfing turf. <laughs> <laughs> What, the, the Aussie and your mate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That's good, yeah. That's everyone, so good. Everyone I told that story for, like, because I was telling that story to everyone I met because I was just, like, lucky to be alive and I was like, everyone I told it to was just like, yep, yeah, welcome to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't you used to say as well, like, the state you're in, the chick at the servo is just used to seeing yeah, people like that. She people didn't even flinch. Like, she draws you a map. She's like, yeah. Doesn't ask if you need help. Uh, you, go, buddy. you want money for a taxi? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. What an initiation. Uh, yeah. And then, Welcome. Oh, uh, yeah. So the guy, uh, he got caught with the cops uh, and he, uh, I think he refused a breath or refused a blood test. Said he was, I think he said he was a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> So he can't do needles and he's literally head to toe in tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you're a dumb cunt, you're banned from driving for two years. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, that reminds me, um, uh, we, I got so many funny stuff. We won't, we won't burn through them all, but was it the same kind of dude or same company how you got your bike, your car stolen and you didn't oh, know it was stolen? Yeah. <laughs> That's the story my dad couldn't believe, eh? <laughs> my, you, my dad is like, you see my dad, man. He's yeah. real like straight and narrow. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what? So that, that same, same, same group of friends down there. Uh, Were you just thinking like, you're Scottish, mate. Who are you hanging around? Was he like this back home or? Well, I'm thinking like, because he goes, ah, oh, the Australians do meth like people in the UK do coke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
You can compare it, but there's still a still a potency measure you need to account for. <laughs> you can do a gram of coke and be all right. You can do a gram of meth and that. Take and flip your car. <laughs> Just bring that mic a bit closer. Oh, again. Yeah. Sorry, mate. But uh, oh, so yeah, so the same same group of mates. Um, I'm like, I bought this Commodore. I'm trying to fit in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all did VN for me with my first yeah, one. I had a VP. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah I remember that the one. Maroon one, yeah. Maroon. Uh, so yeah, fuck. Stick with gone, Maroon, Delby. Yeah, yeah. My yeah, my liberty's dark. Uh, yeah. How long had you been here? At this, this was point? this is probably about two, three months in because I'm doing the mining shutdowns and I'm away at the mines and I bought this Commodore and it had like black scuffed alloys and I met a guy who was gonna I think he was gonna change the alloys or paint the alloys or something. It looked shit. I wouldn't really care about something like that, but it just looked horrendous. So uh, I, I gave the car to my mate to take to this guy who fixes alloys, who has a professional Facebook business page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually has several of them. <laughs> <laughs> and they all stay up on the internet for about one month at a time. <laughs> uh, so um, so I'm, up, I'm up north and I uh, come back. And I think I'd give the guy, my mate had given the guy the car like two weeks prior, and I'd came back from work. And I'm like, Where's my car, man? He's like, Oh, you need to go collect it from the guy. So I drove to these garages, and I got to the garage, and it was an industrial estate. Uh, and they definitely weren't a car garage. I can't remember what they were now, <laughs> but they weren't a car garage. And I was like, Oh, my car's stolen. <laughs> so I tried to track down this guy, and I messaged the original guy down in Rockingham who put me onto him, and he was like, Yeah, I don't really know him. Uh, I just. <laughs> I just know he's a bikey that works on cars. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And I eventually find this guy's, oh, tell a lie, the, um, it goes on for a couple of days, I'm trying to get a hold of him, I phoned the cops, they've told me I need to wait like 48 hours between the point of it being stolen and the point of it actually getting reported as stolen. So I need to give it the 40, even though yeah. you've been away for two weeks, I've only just it's like the first it 48 for cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the opposite of a person. <laughs> the first 48 are the most important. Yeah. For a car, they're like, no, no, give it two days. <laughs> it's a Commodore, it'll rock up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a couple of days, it's not even a day or so to go by and um, the cops rock up at the house and they've got, <laughs> as soon as they open, I go, Oh, is this about the car? <laughs> and they're like, how do you know what's going on with your car? And I was like, well, I don't. But I can see you've got my registration plates in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> your dad would have fucking... <laughs> my dad's thinking, who is this guy? Who is he hanging around? Living with you. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm like, what's the goal of the car, man? I reported it stolen. You guys said I couldn't report it. Uh, and then they were like, oh, it's been spotted at a train station somewhere, Quinana maybe. And uh, they go, um, yeah, it was involved in some suspicious activity. Handbrake. So I'm saying to the cops, like, how, how can you get my car back? And they're like, oh, well, actually, we still need to wait 48 hours. I'm like, that's what the guy with the phone said. <laughs> this is just what you do, man. You're in cahoots, man. Oh. But then, um, so... I find the guy on Facebook, uh, my mate kind of does a bit of digging, finds out where he lives, and he lives in Baldivis, allegedly. Mm. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. For, the, for this story. <laughs> and, uh, he's in this middle of like a big bush, like it's all bush. Um, and me and my Scottish mate from the car crash drive up in his car, uh, and we, we drive up this like shady little road, and it's like, I don't know, it's like Wolf Creek as fuck. <laughs> and then there's like a little house on the side, and this uh, there's about three Doberman, 
uh, and they all come out like rah, 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 going absolutely ape shit and we're like well we're not getting out of the car <laughs> and I hope this guy does resprays <laughs> but uh, now this old woman comes out um, I can't remember what she says she's talking shit about the guy saying he's like he's going through a hard time or whatever and it's like yeah we all go through hard times we don't steal cars <laughs> you should hear my first week here mate <laughs> um, and then yeah, the, the keys were in the car, so uh, we we stole my car back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a movie. He's gone and stole his car back that got stolen. That's so good. <laughs> From an alleged bikey, man. Yeah. Oh, bikey. Uh, yeah. Did I miss that part? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he. I, I see him on Facebook. He had face tattoos. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Allegedly, yeah, for the yeah. point of the story, yeah, anyway, it's, it's, it's you don't have to identify anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't identify yeah. anymore. I mean, like a road biker on the yeah, yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. On the pushy <laughs> lycra, lycra. It was post Milan. It's Blake Kepler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's insane, eh? Oh, yeah, man. So, when did you? Was that the last straw? Did you decide to move away from there after that, or uh, what did you do? A few breaking enters before I changed your mind, or? <laughs> stayed for a little bit man uh, I think that was it though yeah that was about as hate as it got so yeah what, what? Yeah, and now you're in a better what, well I moved did, I moved to Cannington first because I didn't want to because like, he's, he's a mad punter and <laughs> greyhounds were there <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not going too much better there I know and then, <laughs> Sorry and, then, and then I was like right I need to change Subiaco <laughs> So I lived in Subi for a year. Oh, then, but then you go into that and they're like, ooh, mm. Subi. Mm. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what what was the um, I mean, so you've gone from Scotland to here because of the bust up. You done. You said to me you did three gigs for comedy three gigs wise. In Scotland, yeah. And then started gigging here. Yeah, done a gig here. Done an open mic. Done Infinite Jest in like August. So like the first gig was February two thousand fifteen. Second one was two weeks later. Second third one was two weeks later. Mm. Where away, mate? Raw. Yeah, Raw two thousand and. 17 maybe 17 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah backstage I remember at the Charles Hotel yeah um, I was yelling Gobby uh, Gobby <laughs> <laughs> at what point did the Charles just completely go was Johnny Johnny involved with the Charles yeah he, yeah he had that that was all that as well yeah, that's where the so at, at what that point was the original comedy land yes so but Wurzel used to own it I think at Hyde Park and then because it was yeah. only one night a week wasn't it no 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 it was Thursday and Saturdays well, yeah. Thursday and yeah. Saturdays okay because I used to go on the Thursday night Fridays was the skimpies I think yeah Fridays was <laughs> yeah. the skimpies skimpies at the Charles yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it was the same stage that they did the <laughs> the stand up on yeah yeah. Um, yeah but yeah uh, at what point did they change to the lounge in the city the well the lounge street? is two years old two and a bit years old yeah just had a second birthday yeah right so, so you're doing a bit there yeah, now it's sort of getting some gigs. And then lazies. Working hard, need to work hard. Ugh. I reckon I've been doing this for five years and I think my third year was when I worked the hardest. And the fourth year, like last year, I mean... But you had a pretty successful job as well. Yeah, yeah, i got like, like career jobs. I've always had those. Mm. So it's like, I, I want to do stand-up, but also money is nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I talked to Delby about this the other day. Like, I enjoyed having a little crack and I wasn't that great, but like... It was fun, but uh, and I said to Delby, it's one of those things where if I fully immerse myself into it, like I do anything else yeah. to try and get good at it, I'll uh, my 
fucking marriage would be over like that. <laughs> that's that's, that's why just, we're both single and yeah. live with each other. <laughs> but you just got to, you got to, like, I'll, still, I'll still have a crack. I'll just do it like here and there. Yeah. And But it'll never be. Well, that's the thing. I don't think you get to the point that, and I'm nowhere, like I'm, I'm always very hyper aware of my success levels, but the point where I'm at or say, um, com or like um, Pinera or Wolfie or whoever's getting regular gigs mm-hmm. is you have to consciously make that switch to stop going, yeah, I'll do it once a mm. week or once a fortnight. And that's what I used to be like. And then I was like, yeah, I yeah. flicked the switch and went, nah, fuck it. If I'm doing this, I'm good at it. I've made raw twice. That's what I mean. I've yeah. done this, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm going to actually just fucking be a comedian. I like the way- But I'm not a full time, <clears> but you know. I like the way- uh, at, for me at the moment like the way Buddha's doing it you know yeah. he's just slowly creeping in and he's doing it bit by bit um, that's how I'll have a bit of fun with it but that's I see most people Delby, yeah. yeah yeah and you I probably. see Del- and well you've got to take your opportunities I guess so if someone asks me if I want to get up I'll try and get up but like Delby's you know your month ahead is fucking yeah, hectic. hectic you were running me through some of the dates and stuff and yeah um, but it's fun yeah, it's awesome. Time. It's not really work, man. No, nah. I just it's still tiring. You're hyper, though. you're hyper aware. I'm hyper aware of uh, recycling old material. I, I really want to start getting more new stuff out. Mm. I see. At on the your same point, checklist. You want yeah. to do thirty minutes. At the same time, it's really hard because there's not many open mic rooms. So if you're being paid, it's hard to run new stuff because you you're being paid to do a job. Just like if you're a brickie, mm. you don't do a fucking a paving job that's not <laughs> yeah. level if you're getting paid to do jokes you need to do mm, tight yeah. material so you might try one or two new and that's bits. why Cam got up and tried those the other night when he didn't have to yeah that's yeah. exactly it perfect Having, time to you can put on a show to 100 people as long as it's 5 bucks or something yeah if because you, you're good enough to the point where even if it's not that great it's going to be funny yeah like you're going to have a laugh for 5 bucks if you if 100 people watch you do an hour of brand new jokes for 5 bucks they probably go that was worth the money is yeah. there a point where comedians give up yeah, 100%, man. As in, I mean, like, that a pretty good, talented comedian. Oh, I don't know. Just I think there's probably a crossing point where they, they just aren't going to give up. I don't know. I seem, I feel yeah, like I feel, feel, I feel I don't know. like five, six years in and people aren't giving up. They're just, yeah. even if they aren't doing anything progressive, they're, they're not giving up. They're it depends what you do it for. If you really enjoy it and you don't get jaded, and if you see other people's success mm-hmm. and you start going, well, why aren't I doing that? Or you, someone might get a break, and if you're jaded and jealous, yeah, I think people will stop there. But if you actually like doing stand up, then you're not going to stop. The you stop when most, you when you lose your passion. Yeah, are most stand ups in it to try and eventually get into acting anyway? Do you think? No, nah, I wouldn't say that. It no. just ends up being a byproduct of the big. It's funny you say that because Cam was telling me he had the chat with um, Pete Rose when he was on tour, yeah. and Pete was saying that he got lucky. Because um, back then, comedy was the pathway to TV, but he's a great stand-up comic before he was an actor. Yes. And he loves acting. But then everyone that wanted to be an actor would try to stand up to be mm. an act, to get into it, and they were dog ah. shit, and they just ruined the scene. Really? <laughs> yeah. So That's interesting. Well, if, uh, if things done, go done well and acting. he comes on, yeah. we can chat to him about that. Because yeah. that's, um, that's a very interesting uh, thought. Yeah, well, I've gone the other way. So before Mush gets into his, I did drama as my major mm. because I- Whatever that need I wanted on stage, I got into stand up secondary, and that that scratched the itch, and I'm better at it. It's creativity as well. It's you you get to choose, really, don't you? Yeah, you get to you're create. basically doing monologues, mm. you know, and storytelling, and it's basically yeah. So that scratched my itch, and that's what I was searching for. Yeah. When I did do my experience as an extra in Vancouver, it was not anything mm. like I'd expect, and even if it was. Seeing how it worked over and over, take, 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 different angles, same lines. Don't I don't think I would enjoy it too much. No. But Marsh did a little independent film. It was, it was all right. 
Yeah. I enjoyed the acting. That was fun, man. Running yeah. about. Well, it was like it was, uh, it was a film about like the modern wealthy man being taken away from technology, and then it was uh, based on the beach. So it was just loads of running about the beach, getting cut up, getting <laughs> soaking wet, di- like diving down sand dunes. It was like it was, it was pretty fun. much his first night here without the car. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, and no, no, it was good fun, man. And like I have no acting experience and. With the help of the guys that directed the film, um, I don't know if you know like Gav Berlinger and that. Mm, yeah. The name uh, rings a bell. Uh, rings a Berlinger. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he was doing a short first short movie. He premiered it, and like no acting experience to make something help make something watchable was was pretty cool. Well, and because it was watchable, it wasn't. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't amazing. Well, wasn't I showed shit. you to the <laughs> thing we created for um, the show coming up on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I got a lot of. There is fucking funny. I got a lot of. I actually um, got a lot of say in what was going on in the end he i just went there to help and yeah. i ended up being actually quite a big part of it well and if you're putting it and splicing it together you've got the overall well, I just end up being exhausting as well yeah it was i loved it i loved every minute but, but i was, was colin there as well yes yeah yeah Colin. and colin's high intensity you gotta say <laughs> yeah, last he's week fucking, so he's got a vision and he knows what he wants and um if the take wasn't right we'd be redoing it yeah. he, he was basically the director and i was just filming and um it's interesting because i would have probably done a few things a little differently mm. but that's now I look at it having it spliced all together I got given a script and I've spliced it together through the script I've been yeah. given I didn't I, have a vision if I have a vision I, I would film it differently yeah. I think that's why people who write and direct it's weird because I quite like having I love giving people tags or, or building on something that's already there it's so hard to have a to create your own and it's weird because I, I enjoy almost more hearing your premise, like the what, the cigarette one we're working on the other week. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, use it. Because that's fun. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, that's so good. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, now that's mushes, but it's so fucking funny. Like, he, he, he's got the premise. And then I'm like, oh, my premise is dog shit. Like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, but know. that creative side, is that it's, does that maybe say to yourself that maybe you want to help be a writer? I don't know, man. In regards to like writing, because I remember when we used to write plays in high school. Yeah, swing, swing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I liked it, but I still think, yeah, I don't have a. I, actually, that said, being a marriage celebrant, I write weddings all mm. the time, and I really like it. Yeah, so maybe it would be something I'd enjoy. Have but ever, I like immediacy. I know you, when I write it, I'm about to go perform it. If it was like a long thing, like what we're sh- doing, you put shows together. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. Like so that. Putting together, uh, you the what's it, confessional? Yeah, late night confessional. Yeah. Well, that's a show you put together and you created. Yeah. Well, and trivia that's fun man. as well. And you, it's like when you ever you message me, it's like you're getting excited about the whole like <laughs> yeah. what what could be and, and the whole Potential. process and the yeah, show. That's very itself. true. So yeah, I'll flick through mad ideas. Well, yeah, you're right, man. I do enjoy that. Side and even of it. this possibility of like a, a live show for our potty. Um, depending on whether we can do that and see what the Green Reapers want to do. Like the fucking, the whole creative process in my head of putting yeah. together a show, not necessarily the stand-up side. That but, fucking yeah. Buddha's, action- Buddha was talking about, he's he's better than us at that. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's really good. He's, yeah, and then Whitey's even better again. Okay, cool. So, yeah, they've got some great ideas. Yeah. But um, I was going to say to Mush, like, Mush is very goal-driven as well. We've got I've got my goals, you've got yours, he's got his written up. <clears throat> was there a point where you flicked the switch mm. and uh, decided to... Nah, for me, I backed off, eh? Which is frustrating. But like now, I'm back on the horse. But um, I remember when I'd probably been in comedy in Perth for like two years, um, and then I was like, uh, I set myself some goals, and it was like, it was like gig at the lounge, gig with um, the comedy emporium, 
gig with um, Vulture Culture and... And you wrote them down? And, yeah, wrote them, them down. Did you was, keep them somewhere that you could... It was on the shittiest piece of paper, eh? And the last was, one was Live With Delby. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, the other one was, the fourth one was the Brisbane Hotel. Um, and then when I wrote them down, yeah, I kept them in a shitty bit of paper. They were always in and out of my pocket or in my uh, rucksack. They were always like kind of with me, eh? mm. And um, fucking done it in like a year. And I was like, oh... Now I need to set new goals, and I yeah. never set new goals for like an hour, year and a half. <laughs> and see, and that's and then the what happened. You thing. floundered, yeah, floundered, yeah. man. I so, was like, because I never had anything to go for. Like I was like, boom, I need to get these gigs, so I'm emailing certain people, I'm talking to certain people, and doing all this. And then like, yeah, as soon as you hit them, you're like, all right, now I need to do something else. But it wasn't even like I was purposely delaying it. It was just like a, I don't know. I just never got around to it. And then yeah. it just a year and a half went past. I ended up more committed to my job than I did anything else. Mm. Um, and then I quit my job, and I was like, right, I'm going to just be casual. And um, go FIFO, and then FIFO took over, and that was another year. And then now it's like, all right. But also, I think what you did as well was you absolutely exploited and, and exhausted yourself through Fringe. 40 oh, days, yeah, like, what was it like? 30 days non stop, every day, every <laughs> night. Like, yeah, yeah, you need to give yourself a high intensity show as well. Like. well. No, he was booking the yeah, craft yeah. and he was there from go to woe. Fuck. So it was, uh, it was like, it was like work like six to four, and then go to the venue like five to ten on the weekdays five yeah. to one on the weekends so that, that period I'm I can empathise so month man yeah. I was yeah. just at the end of that month it took me like four or five months to get over that eh? mm. yeah <laughs> I guess it's a nice segue man because I did want to talk to you about what you were talking about in the car and how draining it was mentally oh, and yeah. the challenges that you've had um, we like to delve into that a bit oh yeah and uh, if you want to share you don't have to oh no that's alright I don't mind I don't think any of my friends are listening <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah, fuck it. Uh, just uh, at the moment, coming off um, antidepressants, say, eh, for the first time in two years. So it's pretty sick, man. Like, to think where I was two years ago, and that car crash played a part, I think, eh? Like, but was it PTSD? I haven't well, asked nah, you I think this, but. I, I went to this doctor, or a chiropractor, and he said um, there's a vagus, vagus nerve, and it yeah. runs from your neck to your stomach, and it transports good food to the the brain like the good parts of your food that you eat transfer and you like, reckon yeah, um, what is it your mind is it your gut or something? your gut health is the second the second brain. mind brain. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you reckon that this thing at full capacity it sends like it produces like I don't know I'm just going to make the numbers up but for example's sake it sends 100% serotonin to your brain which is a thousand percent because ten times more <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Man. So, yeah. yeah, so if 100% of your serotonin from uh, comes from a stomach, which it doesn't, but like if it, if it did, I was only getting like 60%. So you reckon that was causing it, man. So then um, I went to this doctor and the psychologist speak to them and they were like, yeah, yeah fucking, um, I was telling them what's going on. I was like, fucking, I'm just miserable. Got a good life, good mates in a good country. Fucking all, like everyone's just going swimmingly. But in my head, I'm just like, I still haven't found my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I am. <laughs> oh, oh, I think you set me up for that. No, no, I definitely didn't. That just clicked. I was like, oh, that'll be funny. Yeah. So then. And then, uh, yeah, so they're like, you want to try this medicine? I was like, ah, oh, sweet. And they're like, you need to go on it for two years. And I was like, oh. But I had tried. Is that what it is? A two-year prescription? Yeah, well, they reckon you stay on it for two years and what it does is build up the production of serotonin in your body it's like a what serotonin inhibitor or something so yeah. it basically increases the amount and then when you slowly start to come off it it fucking your brain goes oh wait I'm not producing enough of this so then it starts mm. producing an equal amount of the same shit that's making you like happy or whatever and uh, then uh, I yeah, guess that's why people sorry to just cut you there but that, that makes sense as a theory why people medicate self-medicate with MDMA 
Yeah. Does it get so that same it, it influx? Pushes, yeah, it's yeah. The same, it's the so, uh, yeah, I, obviously not on as a, a bigger level, but exercise and things like that. So, yeah, I was trying all that. I was going to the gym. just wasn't having an effect. Stop smoking, wasn't drinking. was like, fuck, I need to focus on my health. Got down to like, I think it was like 88 80 kilo. Like I was looking all right. I'm mm. like feeling good, eating good food. Um, getting decent sleep. Like I was ticking all the boxes, so I was like, "Fuck, let's just give it a crack, man." Yeah. <laughs> so it. So the I guess the issue I've always had with medication is always masking a root cause. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And is there? Do you, have you gotten to the depth if you're comfortable to talk uh, about of the root cause? Of oh, I think a lot of things, man. Like fuck. Um, yeah, there's heaps of, heaps of things in there, but I think now I've just gotten to the point where it's healthy enough to. to to talk to people about it and to fucking... It's certainly like, helpful for people to hear that sort of stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, and like, I'm uh, just piecing uh, two together here and we <coughs> haven't spoke about this either, but you were saying it sounds like it's around the same time where you stop writing your goals and uh, that, that floundering fuck. phase... Is that yeah. that progress? Linked up. That's true, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wait, true. It was a bit long. Because I was working this job where I was um, I was in oil and gas and um, I had like a massive workshop and I was the only person there and I was getting paid like stupid money and doing mm. fuck all work so mm. I was like writing jokes YouTube that like no one to talk to nothing stimulating mentally other than like what I was providing myself with but like eventually like there's only so much you can read dry, fucking watch YouTube go to the beach like it's just Groundhog Day and it sounds so fucking spoiled that's why I, that's one of the things I didn't No, like. but the feeling of being stuck now whether it's the feeling of being stuck in a job the feeling of being stuck in a relationship the feel of feeling of being stuck in whatever situation you have in life. Well, I think Marsh was about to say that you sound like you're being spoiled because you were being paid while you had a good job. Yeah, but it's like, and there's so many, I think that's one of the things that people, why people don't talk about it because they're like, oh, there's so many people worse off than me. Yeah, it's like, you yeah. still need to look after yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no one else that is you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But people mm-hmm. are like, oh, there's, there's, there's kids in Africa with a worse life and it's like, yeah, there are, but like, I'm not there. That, yeah, you're and not that, them, man. Look yeah. after yourself and then you can look after other people, man. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's, I think that's one of the underappreciated causes for everyone, that feeling of being stuck. And yeah. as much as you were in a, like you say, oh, fuck, I should be appreciative of what I've got. And there's a lot of people worse off. It doesn't matter what the situation, it's on the top end of the scale. It's like all relative. Celebrities. Yeah, it's, it is. It's yeah. relative to your yeah, life yeah, situation. And even... Um, well, you look at AFL players that give up playing AFL. To us, we're like, that's the fucking... Dumbish shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me and Branch here, we're like, that's yeah. a pinnacle. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how can you give that up? And then you just think it's relative, man. Even my wife, like, and me had this discussion the other day um, in regards to we sold our house and it was a conscious decision to start again and try and we, we had a goal that we were working towards and then we just sort of floated for four or five months without a plan, without a goal and it started really affecting Steph because she felt stuck. Yeah. She felt like we weren't going anywhere. And it, then it just flows to other areas of your life and it exacerbates things that are probably yeah. normally not an issue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you've got that underlying anxiety of. Fuck. That's what it does. Anxiety is the worst one because it just builds on stuff. Like, yeah. It starts off anxiety and then you're, you get miserable because you're having all these horrible thoughts and then all these horrible thoughts become compulsive and then it's like all this yeah. stuff just mashes together and suddenly you're like, fuck. And you go see a quack. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm interested yeah. now that Delby's raised that point, the goal setting. Yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought about that, to be honest. Never compared. And isn't it funny, though, when you write them down, you just start... Doing them. You start doing them. It's, it's like crazy. it's something that keeps you accountable. It's like we're Humans in need something to work towards. We're in that artificial system, man. Yeah. I, don't know, I, I don't know how many times I've said to Delby, I'd love to get up and do an actual set. Now, I still won't consider what I did an actual set, well, it's, but it's still... I got up yeah. in a pub in front of people I've never met and did stand up. And it wasn't... 
I wrote that up probably, what, three weeks before. Oh, yeah. I'd been saying it for De- to Delby for fucking years and it wasn't until three weeks before I wrote that and then I, he said, do you want to do it? Bang. Sub- subconsciously, I think you just- um, Work towards yeah, it. Yeah, you just go out and, and it's like a list as well. So you go, what can I get done? Oh, I can get that done. I can mm. get this done. I've got the money to do that or I've got the time to write that. And then it's- Because Mush has only got one goal left, so we better reset some, eh? <laughs> well, it's- <laughs> you, almost, you said you've almost ticked everything off. You came in the other day, well, you my, got your bike mine's, license. Some of mine's were silly. You got your drone pilot. Drone pilot. You've got, yeah, bike license. Well, and save my like an emergency fund of money. Like I've done heaps of shit, Matt. Tony Robbins always says progress equals happiness. Now it Mm. doesn't mean it's the only thing. And we talked about this the other day with Chris White that it's not the only thing, but it's fucking huge. Yeah, it makes a big difference. And yeah, just to feel you're doing something like just you're ticking boxes. You might look back in two years and go, none of that meant anything, but Mm. it got you to where you are. You like, and by writing it down, that that's the reticular activating. Well, that's what we're saying on the drive here. Marsha's. Pretty was saying like I'm in this sick job like the company's great and I'm annoyed that two years ago I didn't go with them but I'm like well yeah if you did that then you wouldn't Mm -hmm. have had the the lessons to get there and uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's interesting we better reset some goals after this chat because you've almost ticked. We'll hold Take you accountable. We're going to hold you accountable. <laughs> yeah. When you post them, we well, I should say, where you you do what you want, man. You yeah. write them, you post them, and then we'll uh, we'll share it on the page. It's, it's good when you share them. I think people go, "Oh fuck, that's pretty inspiring." Yeah, and it keeps you accountable. Yeah, yeah. It certainly does keep you accountable. That's what it's about, man. Because if you keep them to yourself, you can lie to yourself. But if you make it public, then people go, "Oh, like I saw you put that out. How's that going?" And you're almost like. Oh fuck! Yeah, complete them, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. But how are you feeling now when you're coming off? Oh it? fuck! So good, Cause, man. Because like, I think the only downside was probably, and again, maybe aligned with the comedy stuff, is um, the bit of creativity just got fucking numbed. Mm. But it was like it was kind of worth it. To what compare. was the side effect from? Uh, uh, did it first two, three times I took it. You take it once a day, and like first three times probably felt like fuck. Like whoa, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, and then. After that, it was just normal, man. Just plain sailing, eh? It was like, okay. yeah, g- give me a lift. Um, I could feel it for probably the first three months, like feel it like, oh, yeah, this isn't normal me. Yeah. And then something else took over <clears> and it was like maybe something balancing out or whatever, but it, like, it just started feeling more and more normal. And then I was hell anxious to come <clears> off it. But then recently it's just been so good and I was like, well, fuck, I'll come off. And it's been exactly two years and I was like, makes sense to come off it, eh? So there wasn't a point where you realised this isn't helping me anymore? Um... There probably was, but I just thought I'll stick it out. I'll do what they say, and then get off it, and hopefully never be back on. Yeah, because like as I say, I was ticking all those boxes, and I still probably am pretty happy in life. But uh, I think just before there was just something not right that was just causing it. Yeah, not to be happy. But now I'm like I'm I'm sweet now. And what about the stigma? Because you're pretty open. We're pretty open. Um, in our how in our little household, we sound like <laughs> life partners. Yeah. But we'll talk to each other about how we feel and stuff. Did you find it hard? To admit to yourself or to admit to someone else, or is that? Uh, I didn't really tell many people, man. Yeah, and so, that's what we find is a pretty common. Not to tell people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, would you suggest it? I mean, What's your best? Uh, I don't know. Because everyone's different, of, right? Yeah, it depends what kind of relationship you have with your your peers and your your family and that. Like, I think my dad found a packet of them and he messaged me and he messaged me like such a nice thing, man. Like he found a what a packet? Yeah, I don't know if I still have of cigarettes. Nah, pack it off the uh, antidepressants. And I don't know, I probably won't have this message anymore. Nah, I definitely won't. But we'll see if I do. Um, It was hell nice, man. It was so supportive, eh? I was like, fucking hell, Dad. And that's probably... uh, When they say just reach out to a friend sometimes, sometimes... Uh, obviously, when people know, I guess it obviously helps for people to yeah. reach out in that way. But if someone just reach, reaches out randomly and they do happen to be struggling with something, 
it fucking means the world. And yeah. I don't suffer from depression or or anxiety or any of those situations. But when I'm having a bad day or down, and you know, one of my mates, fucking Teddy or someone, will just message something that's you know a little bit supportive or just randomly yeah. out of the blue. Fuck, you get that feeling. Yeah, of, you're like, oh, people care. I've about got me. support. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's what I, I read or saw someone doing stand up or a bit the other day where they were like. You realise you're an adult when no one cares about you anymore. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just you. Yeah. Right? No one gives a fuck about you. Yeah, well, you know, no one will be like, oh, hey, you know, I hope you don't like, <laughs> like when you're in high school or when you're like, you live with your parents. Once you're by yourself, fuck, that's, that's it, man. man. But, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, but, but you've got some good goals, Delby. I like some of your goals. Yeah. That you put up the other day. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just wanted to check with Marsh. Oh. Would you. Recommend uh, reaching out, well, or yeah, because like I remember what I was, your dad um, said. Yeah, oh, I can't remember what he said. It was, just it was just like, like, but you didn't expect it. Just, yeah, because he's like, I don't know, bloke, bloke. Like, yeah, bloke, bloke, and then he was like, send something hell next. Kills parrots. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, yeah, he's like, it's not all black. It will get colourful one day. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, the parrot and the crow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect analogy, though. <laughs> the snow will melt <laughs> and the colour will shine. Oh, that's so good. That's awesome. That's our fucking next T-shirt. Just a half-coloured parrot with a oh. The snow will melt and the colour will shine. It's not all black. That's great, man. That's fucking... We're definitely going to yeah. do that. I'm definitely... So, yeah, uh, I uh, uh, said something else nice and then uh, it was another comic who said to me, I was like, fuck, man, do you think you can be like emotionally intelligent but like numb to it? And I was, she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, explain. She's like, oh, you should go see a doctor. And mm. I was like, nah. And she's like, nah, because you've been happy and confident once before. Yeah. You can, you can be like that again. And I was like, oh, good point. Yeah. And she was like, it's like a broken leg. If you had a broken leg, you go to the doctors, they fix it. And yeah. You're like sweet your mind is, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then when, that, when she'd done that, it, like, it took away all the sort of... Juju. Yeah, all the silliness that's around it or the stigma or whatever. It was just like, oh, yeah. You got something wrong with you? Go get it fixed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was so yeah, simple. And like, yeah, I would definitely uh, recommend. Even if like, I think people are more comfortable, strangely enough, going to see a doctor than they are probably talking to their parents. Eh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's true, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend going to speak to someone if you're feeling shit. And I guess anyone that's got kids, make sure you make it make it okay to talk and, about how you're feeling. Yeah, and if not. Get on the gear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Should we uh, make that a segue to some fake news stories and, and what's going on in the world? Yeah, yeah. Sounds um, good. Um, uh, any other things, Marsh, that you want to delve into? Oh, no. Nah, fuck, it's a good life, this, man. Yeah, it's good, man. It's been fucking funny so far, bro. <laughs> yeah. And, mate, the podcast is actually a, a goal that me and Delby sort of set. Like, yeah, right. You know, something I wanted to do for a long time. And ticking that box, uh, it was a box I had to, I had on my yeah. goal setting list, and I ticked it. And then yeah. um, now you're 33 episodes deep, man. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. Well, imagine when you get that hundred, you're going to be like, that's going to be the day you're going to well, walk around like, yes. Delby yeah. put this. He, he wrote this mildly in jest to me the other day in a text, but I can't remember what the, the message was about. And then you got you, a small dick. No, imagine if we didn't <laughs> go to high school together. Yeah. Because you know, oh, yeah, I think I know. I just said things it, are yeah. going well, like yeah, different life. Yeah. Um, and especially Delby certainly helped me get into another area in regards to my business as well, which has yeah. just snowballed into another area. And um, oh, which is the B thirty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's um, uh, yeah. It's all those little things. 
I guess I'm having, like good luck Chuck for businesses. Well, yeah, having, I think it's just um, it's, it's surrounding yourself with people that are like yeah, off the same. Exactly. Man. Yeah, like, surrounding yeah. yourself with the people who are who willing don't to think, support you, who don't think you're mental. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's dumb, man. What do you want to do that for? Hey, what well, you want to get on stage and tell jokes, man? Yeah, I did. I put up a post. Um, and it came up in my memories. It was about it's two years ago, just over two years ago, and it was a post about I was in Budapest and I was doing a little selfie, and I was really anxious about putting it out because I'd never put one of these selfie vlog things oh, out. Oh, yeah. that is and a weird I, thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. and I always I, think like, well, I jump on Instagram, and promote a show. Yeah, no, it's hell weird. Yeah, <laughs> I still, yeah, I get that. Real, yeah, yeah, you go first, bro. Yeah, so well, the first time I did it was fucking it. Was imba- felt embarrassed yeah. filming it because yeah. I was filming it in a public area in Budapest and <laughs> fucking these people are just and all I was saying was look my life choices have brought me to where I am now I was I was getting sort of cheap um, cheap accommodation and got a little two week trip through um, Europe and it was due to me setting some goals and doing some things yeah. and um, and I did this post and just said like chase your fucking passions come up with the goals and just do it because fuck it. You know, that whole Jim Carrey thing, you can fail at doing what you don't want, so you might as well do what you love. And I said this whole message, and I actually wrote in the message, it's great to see people like, and I said, Priscilla Ann Forder, Daniel Delby, Sammy Richies, and Luke Tedesco. These were people of my childhood uh, trying to do the same thing. And that was my little sort of throw out that I can see other people who are trying to do something that they want to do with their yeah, life. Yeah. And um, I hope that they sort of seen that and actually felt that. Yeah, I remember that. Um, it was like a show. Yeah. yeah. and But I think people doing those sorts of things, um, I get messages all the time now and, I've, and don't, uh, people saying like, it's so inspiring to see what you're doing and people might think I just brush it off but I don't it's yeah. fucking incredible to get those one thing you get is comics messages. I think I think that's great because you back it up but like people will see oh, I've got this gig got that gig oh you're doing so well with your comedy but they've never come on senior <laughs> they just see what you're posting yeah it's like I could be eating dick at all these places <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. bombing and because of the way I've made it look <laughs> they're like oh you must be doing but it's never I never I've got that weird anxiety thing of talking to camera I tried it for a little bit I should probably do more of it man yeah because yeah. I think once I you started get comfortable to do, you must be it's good for your insta story for promotions yeah, and yeah. Stuff like Cam that. McLaren's great at it yeah he's mm. good um, but, I was a doodle yeah <laughs> so I was gonna like yeah try that but like yeah I just feel that weird anxiousness but because mm. you're putting then yourself I'm out not there, filming yeah. myself doing bits so people will go it looks like you're doing great. And it's like, come to a gig, please. Yeah. Come and support me. I remember, you know? I remember my second gig in Scotland. I was like, I'd done my first one. I was like, to my mates, I was like, come to this gig. It'll be fucking hell good. Like a sick crowd. It'll be fun. Mm. Uh, and they're like, oh, we're playing golf. And then I told this like more experience backstage. And he's like, oh, it's Tuesday night golf night, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, nah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you think... <laughs> You don't even play it now. Like in Scotland, it's like snowing and raining. There's fucking dead parrots on the green. Do you think a bit of that not wanting to come and watch you do stand-up is afraid to admit their own lack of action for trying to... Nah, no, nah, it's just something oh, that... I don't know. I think there's probably something in there, like... I don't know. I think people are just trying to say, hey, it's great that you're doing well. Mm-hmm. But, like, people have got lives, man, and that's the hardest thing. Yeah, as a 33-year-old a, a single point. guy without a wife, without kids, it's very I'd, difficult. I'd rather they didn't come to gigs anyway. 
<laughs> yeah, just, well, because like they go, oh, we'll come support you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Comedy Lounge this weekend. Like, can't make it. And then it's like, oh, yeah. some random pub in South Perth. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's, it's like, like eight people. Yeah, it's yeah. like the mirror. Yeah, so when, yeah. we, when we did the mirror, I only told five blokes that I was doing it just out of respect for a couple of really good mates that I was going to go do some stand-up. Yeah, yeah. But I said, don't come. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what the gig's going to be like. Yeah, yeah. One of them was like, I don't care, I'm coming. But then yeah. you have to set up a Facebook page <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're coming tonight. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, said, I said, yeah, okay, if you want to come, it's at blah, blah, blah. He thought I said Merrywell. And he was ah. like, yeah, I'm coming. And as soon as I said Merrywell, he's like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you some other time. <laughs> and the, be- the best advice, if you do want to support your friends, um, like for comedy anyway, see them when they're doing a solo show where they've got a bit longer, like for five minutes, mm. it's not worth, yeah. you know, it, it, you, my friends show, I always tell people to come because it pretty much supports me as best as possible and you get to see a good 50 minutes. You have to come up with almost show. an hour fucking material. It's a yeah. big challenge. So, and it's great. It's good because no one else is there. It's sort of your show mm. and that's great. But the other thing that I, I really like is, and I think I heard it from Sammy Riches. Um, I read it one day and it really resonated and stuck with me. Support your friends instead of asking for discounts. Mm. Support their business. Yeah. Go yeah. use them instead of someone else. Mm. You know, obviously, if they can do you a little bit, but don't expect dirt cheap stuff. Um, you know, obviously, if you want to sponsor the podcast, and you should <laughs> but, you know, we, I try to support people's businesses as much as I can. You're always looking for a better price, but if I can go to a mate, mm. you know, that's the same price to a random, I'll go to a mate. Yeah. yeah so definitely. try, if someone's doing something, get behind them and, well, her, and try and support them. That's the best way you can show your support. Her podcast, and she admits it's mainly because of Dane Swan, mm. but they've just reached a million downloads. Who's that? Insane. Which is. Uh, yeah. Our friend Samantha Riches we went to high school with and she's gone over. One of the persons you mentioned in your- She's a yeah. great hard yeah. yard story. We'll get her on again when COVID's finished because she's gone from Wanneroo Girl to being uh, Melbourne Storm, Boundary Rider, Geelong Cats, MC host. She got me into September Club last year, which is a $1,500 ticket for free. And I was hanging out with Sean Burgoyne and Jordan Lewis because she was interviewing them. Yeah, so right. I was jo- I was Sean Burgoyne's mate for an hour because I was the only bloke in there that he like was introduced to. Who's that? Oh, absolute, <laughs> absolute yeah. champion of the game. Yeah, he's man. A, AFL. Yeah. Silk. Yeah. yeah. Aye, as he good as me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mush has played his second ever <laughs> AFL game, man. Oh, you said at the uh, yeah. for Kingsley. Yeah. yeah. In the King fourth, thirds. What? Uh, he, he, did, he oh, couldn't tell how's me. How's this story? Go on. Tell, tell the argument and then I'll tell you who it was at the end. Okay. When you were starting uh, to get lippy. So, yeah. So I'm moving off because, like, it's in me just to have a laugh and fucking be cheeky. And uh, yeah. the guy, uh, guy's going, uh, we, we, we got a free kick from a taco. And the, the guy on the other team reckons the guy's gone down soft. And he's like, the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? This isn't netball, lads. This isn't netball. And I'm like, man. He I'm didn't have an accent like lads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very Aussie. Sorry, Aussie yeah. like, well, what the fuck is this one? What the fuck is this one? Mike, it's not netball. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to net these balls in your mum's, son. <laughs> <laughs> and then after it, I told uh, I told uh, Delby's brother, who's Helen, his footy, who it was, and he was like, and "He's been ragging you." <laughs> yeah, he's like been ragging on him, saying how shitty he was. It was Leroy Jetta, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, I was like, like, I was like when are you going to get that haircut finished, bitch? <laughs> what, what, yeah. And Leroy was like, I played states with Leroy. He was yeah. a freak, man. Yeah, he was he really was a good. Freak. Um, South, South, South Frio, Frio, Essendon. Yeah. And then he came back to South Frio. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Unlucky. Gun. He started playing really well and then just a few unlucky things. But yeah, he's in his second game ever going, yeah, you little so bitch. Wait, so wait a second. But weren't you playing like fourths or something like yeah. that? So yeah. You, thirds. So Leroy Jetta. Well, he would be the, their first team, but it's Kingsley's thirds because of numbers. Oh, so wait, it's just the way it balances where out. Where are they playing? Cool up. Uh, so yeah, I don't cool understand how it works, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool up up first. Cats. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, some sides are just, uh, yeah, their their best side isn't good enough to yeah, compete yeah. in the top. So they but he was a gun, man. Thirds. I think he scored pretty much all their goals, eh? Yeah, oh, well, I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if he had all of their possessions. So. <laughs> yeah, chopped. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, Maybe we should do fake news. Do you want to, or do you want to just keep talking shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go. go I'm just gonna take a piss. Yep. Around the back there. My Um, brother just messaged me randomly. He said, "My school is versus your school Thursday in football." Yeah. Is he a school teacher? Yeah, he's a phys ed teacher. And do you have any any affiliation with the footy team? Nah. Nah. I mean, if I did, we'd be winning flags. Did you see John Pinder's (laughs) Instagram story today? Uh, on no, he went on the Reapers today. Yeah, which is fucking awesome. See, yeah, um, you got to be a fucking big deal to go on their podcast. Ah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was listening to our app and he was looking at your high school and he was doing it in a very creepy <laughs> way. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw that. Yeah, he, and he messaged me because yeah, Pinner lives across the road from my high school and he was like listening to me. But looking at my school where I was, yeah, just it, thinking because I'm a creep. Yeah, <laughs> just thinking, mate. He's fucking. If Delby's yeah, there and I'm listening to him, it was a weird parallax. Uh, that's fucking. But um, yeah, that's awesome. And the boys just messages as well. Um, Bud and Whitey um, for the golf game. Golf, yeah, yeah. Whitey just needs a week to fix his shoulder, and he's good to go. Frothing. Oh yeah, sweet. So, well, we're, so we're going to play golf against the Green Reapers for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, so we're going to have a little golf off. I am absolutely. Putrid. I'm about as good as golf as Marsh is at footy. So is it going to be? Is it going to? Is it, is it going to be me versus Whitey? Basically. Well, I think Buddha's got a good thing. I'm just going to be putting, bro. Because no, 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 man. I'll, I'll set you. How up. many? How many holes do we take? Nine or eighteen? Eighteen. I'll need three. I'll need fifty-four balls. Yeah, but you, you, real, you realize I'll be teeing off into the. Trees. You, you realize in, uh, in Ambrose. Ambrose, we need to use a certain number of your. Drives. Do we? Yeah. Uh-uh. So we have to. So nah. we're going to have to use. Oh, I'll, I'll drive with a so putter. So we'll set, a, we'll set a thing. We'll set one. It might be like you have to use five of each player. I'm going to drive with my putter. <laughs> Just get one Legit, Legit, bro. I guarantee I'll be able to sort you on the Okay. On the I hope so. I'll, because uh, you're talking about golf, I'll tell you my, my favourite ever joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not mine, yes. right? And uh, anyone listening won't get it because it's visual, but uh, <laughs> so, so you have to watch the clip. <laughs> I, uh, I once I once saw a one-armed golfer. Yeah, uh, he made a putt this long. <laughs> what? What? Ah, <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> that takes so long to figure out. That yeah. Took- <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking the length of his arm. And so people who are- You know when you show the size of a fish, right? So you got your two hands. Mush hasn't got the other hand there. I once saw a one-armed fisherman. (laughs) How big was this fish? (laughs) One, two, three, four, five. Once he caught a fish. Yes. So if you were listening, you don't still don't get it. (laughs) Not bad. 
I, I, I heard you sucked off a one-armed dude. You know how big his dick was? <laughs> <laughs> this big. It's just as big as his hand. Oh, uh, all right. Well, we might as well go into some fake news because that was fake. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? We haven't done too much fake news lately. We've always been just sort of pushing it. So, like, I've got no time to it. As long as you guys want to fucking keep talking. Right. We can yeah, I'm easy. Well, well we we're talking about your fun. mate with a concussion, so maybe we'll link into this. But before we do, I always like to lead with a fuck, marry, kill. Ah, fuck, marry, oh, yeah. I thought of an extra one, like fuck, marry, kill, stalk. Oh. Like we stalk. could throw in a stalk one. Like, just follow around. If we're going to do this consistently as well, and some of the people that we've possibly got coming on <laughs> soon. Is it going to be an awkward question for some of these people? Oh, yeah, but we'd say, um, you Make know, marry, date, m- murder, <laughs> MDM. Fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can, we can think it. Because like, you're Scottish mush, uh, or as, as Aussies like to call you. <laughs> Irish. <laughs> um, Classic. Fuck, marry, kill. Susan Boyle. I met Susan Boyle. Hey? Yeah, I jumped out of a moving car to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> Near safety bay. <laughs> I was uh, in a place called Whitburn where she lives. I remember I got a picture. I had spiky hair, a yellow earring. Looked, like She did or you? I was, uh, <laughs> she looked good, man. Yeah. yeah. No one oh, guesses Marshwood. who I am fucking. <laughs> Marshwood. Marshwood. <laughs> nah, I jumped out and I was like, Susan, fucking give me a picture. My mate's car still driving off. With those manners. Uh, <laughs> he said, Susan, give me a picture. Uh, All right. It's only fair. She's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't nice to you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, fuck, Mary kill. We got Susan, Susan Boyle. Whoa. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Billy Connolly. Oh, yeah. And um, I was going to say uh, Fat Bastard from um, Austin Powers, but I've thought of a better one. Go. Um, oh, I could, I could have said Shrek as well, but I'm going to go with Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Yeah. It's, it's like a transvestite. Mm. How much coke have I done? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to wreck one of your jokes. Uh, enough. Uh, no, no, uh, I want to... Yeah, well, whatever. Well, uh, no, nah, you'd, uh, you'd... You'd probably marry Mrs. Doubtfire. Cause, Why? Because she's going to be cooking some good food, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's good. She yeah, she's she can doing. improvise in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, obviously, you'd... what was it? Fuck. Oh, fuck. fuck. So yeah. You... Now you got Billy Connolly or Susan Boyle. Well, I mean, she, Susan Boyle purely because she's got a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Allegedly. And Billy's nearly dead anyway. Yeah, he? you give him a wee kiss. One of those ones that you met people. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you get a kill. No, nah, like when they're in the coffin. You... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't have to kiss. You don't have to kiss him. You just kill it. Kill. Yeah. Oh. Fuck Mary. Kill. Oh no no. I, sorry, right? I thought it was kiss. <laughs> nah, I probably kill Subo and nah, because then you got to fuck Billy. Yeah. But then this, can yeah, you give me two Billy. females and a guy? Uh, <laughs> that's the whole point of the game. The whole point. Oh man. Um. I suppose. All right. You're gonna have to kill Poor Bill. Billy. Oh, you have to kill, kill Bill. <laughs> Bill, he's he's uh, Parkinson's, is it? I'm not no. sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's really he's getting yeah. quite bad. He talks about it quite openly in his comedy now as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, about the fact that he knows he's going to die, and he, he turns it into quite good humour. I think mm. I saw his last tour, which was a I think it was a high horse tour, but I don't mm. know if that was his last and final one. But he was, was fucking good? yeah, he was so good, man. Yeah, unbelievable. Like he told this joke about a fucking cat getting run over, <laughs> and like it was just fucking. It's like a 15, 20 minute bit, and. 
Just like boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. it's all fucking funny, mate. Who, Tim, who do you rate better, Kevin Bridges or Billy Connolly? Oh, I'm in the from two different eras. They're the same level of different. Yeah, but who errors, do you who do you find funny? Yeah, I find funnier. Mm, probably laugh just as hard at both of them. To yeah. be honest, yeah. what I love thoughts, Kevin Bridges. Yeah. What are your thoughts on like a comedian like Danny Boy? Oh, I love Danny Boy, man. I never used to, and then really I started watched. actually watching him. I've seen him twice. Quite, f- I've actually, never seen him live. But what do you mean a comedian like Danny Boy? Is it something different? <laughs> no, sorry. As in, <laughs> in the modern era, like you said, Billy Connolly has been going for. So he's, I, I guess, like he's like an all-time, yeah, like Hall of Famer. You mean? But you're talking about like a Danny new- Boy's huge, but you, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's well, he is. He's international. Yeah, he's fucking he's massive. Um, but I don't. I've not really watched much of him, to be honest. Yeah, hmm. I think he's fucking. Have you haven't seen? Kevin Bridges, give, yeah. it, give him a go, man. He's I've never seen him live. Oh, I've yeah. seen- I was so disappointed because oh, yeah, we, we went, them, yeah, it was the same night as the Port Adelaide West Coast Grand Final and Shuey kicked after the siren. Oh, so, oh, in overtime. Yeah, and I was I was watching um, Kevin Bridges, which I was pumped for. I was happy to miss. <sighs> but I'd seen Kevin's whole special and it was almost identical, man, because oh, no. I didn't realise that I'd seen the whole thing. That happened with um, is Whitehall. Yeah, yeah, Jack right. Whitehall. Jack Whitehall came here recently and a few people said the same thing. They were watching uh, was his special. They must tour the UK, release the DVD and then come to Asia or mm. something like yeah. that. If, if everyone's seen it. And is, it's, I mean, I don't. you don't hold it against them. As a comic, you understand, but as a yeah. normal punter, you probably go, well, he's doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you've got years worth of material into your best hour. Well, you see how it takes. Like, yeah, that's exactly right. And mm. Kevin Hart is often spoken about as like he's a beast. Be able to put a Netflix special almost every fucking year or two years mm. is ridiculous. Like, it's a new hour of fucking refined yeah, you know, I mean, comedy. It's not fucking. It's a bit more broad, but yeah. like to still have to do it is still incredible. Yeah, and it's a lot of pressure. I always freak out. Like, imagine so, if any of us got a big. Your first special will always be great because if you make it big and you've been doing comedy fifteen years, you got fifteen years of your best shit. Mm. And then once you're famous, you got to make a whole new hour, man. Mm. And you've got you don't have fifteen years to do it anymore. Mm. You've got. Someone, <laughs> someone told me a story about Billy Conley at the weekend, and it was. Uh, some hey. guy you knew was supporting him in Melbourne years and years ago before he got massive and he was doing the thing where he was doing an hour that night or 90 minutes and wow. the support act was doing 30. Wow. And the support act said on the second night, I'm going to do a new 30 minutes. So Billy done a new 90 minutes. What? Wow. Uh, and then apparently then on the third night, the guy was, I'm going to do another half an hour. And then Billy was like, don't be fucking silly. No one's got four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> See, That's and, awesome. And this is what shocked me. Someone even local like Wolfie just fucking spouting through new material fucking week in, week out. And I was putting together some promos for him the other day and I showed you a couple of them. And he went through, there's a heap of COVID stuff. And he's like, yeah, that's fucking, that's nearly done. Yeah. And so well, it COVID, is. they've only just come out of COVID. He's only been running it for a fucking <laughs> couple yeah, but, of months. Yeah, but it's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got a shelf life. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, ah, oh, that's nearly done. Fucking chuck it out. It's topical. And then, but he had some stuff about, um, you know, divorce and stuff. And yeah. he's like, yeah, chuck it out. I don't care. I'll just fucking, I'll make up some new yeah. shit. Like he's so willing to just burn his that's because old everything he said, he's so intelligent mm. that everything, I, I mean, there's, you know, I'm a fanboy of Wolfie. I just love the way he sees concepts and makes, yeah, breaks it down into <laughs> into the parts, and you're like, fuck, like just the way he thinks. Just don't get stuck on the phone. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I was trying to edit something from the other day and fucking 45 minutes later, I was like, yep. So that joke. Yeah. <laughs> the first question I asked you. <laughs> that's gold. Uh, that's yeah. Wolf Creek. So it let's- just abducts you in the combo. Let's do three stories, hey? Oh, whatever. We'll see how we go. Yes. Me and Mush live together. It's not like we're going anywhere. Yes. <laughs> we'll see how you're feeling. Um, shaken. So this remind. It's kind of ironic because you said your mate had a concussion, um, or boozed, boozed up, shaken, and then slurred. So that's the title. Shaken oh, yeah. and slurred. Not shaken, not stirred. Mm. I mean, shaken, stirred. It could prove a real conversation stopper at the next cocktail party and leave perennial martini drinker James Bond a little shaken and slurred. Scientists have found serving drinks in outward sloping cocktail glasses increases the amount drunk by nearly a third compared with straight sided vessels. It is all down to the way we sip from the glasses with outward sloping glasses, making it far easier to take large gulps. Researchers found drinkers with cocktail glasses downed an average 30% more in the space of 10 minutes. And if you mush 300% more (laughs) in the space of 100 minutes, although they then tended to slow down, they still consumed more overall than those with straight-sided flutes. I think that's a meth term there, but the study appeared in scientific reports. So, so first of all, they must be listening to our potty because we always go, what study was this? (laughs) And the last one says the study appeared in Scientific reports. It sounds like they've made that so up. At least they've. <laughs> <laughs> Which article was this? In uh, the scientific, scientific reports <laughs> that has things. Yeah, sorry. What were you going to say, Branchy? Yeah, uh, that's a great start for an article to at least reference. Yeah, a study. Yeah, well done. And where it was, done. and there's no, there's no um, author. Who to was it? it? There's no author. Yeah, there's no no writer. <laughs> I like <laughs> how this. Sometimes it's just like they just throw it in. Yeah, it's just a filler. Yeah. What what newspaper was it in? We're, the West Australian today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so what they saying? So what uh, what are they saying? They're saying you dr- you drink if you, more if you've got the sort of slanted drinks. The, yeah. You're going to drink more. Yes. Have you got the the cocktail is, glass with the V shape? Is that the same drink in the yep. glass? Oh. Uh, I don't know if they control their variables as a scientist. Mm, I was going to say, did they control the variables? Was it a randomised? Just uh, the fact that it's slanting towards your mouth makes you take bigger gulps. Or if you're Scottish, normal gulps. Yeah, I I drink pretty fast. (laughs) Well, it has to be a controlled randomised study for it to be real. Yeah, where do they get this in average 30% more in the space of 10 minutes? I mean, that sounds like a fun study to be part of. Yeah, so what do they do? All right, guys, get in a room and drink piss. So they just pour like, Say there's 100 people, everyone gets 10 cocktails. Half the room gets slanted glass, half the room yep. gets straight glass. Start the clock. Then, see what's drinking. Clock stopped, collect all the drinks, pour it in a measure. Yeah. That's what they would have done. Well, they have to, But they, you have to not tell people that's what you're doing because yeah. otherwise people will be drinking abnormally. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Because they're subconscious. And also, you have to take into account the day that they've had. Like, yeah. if they've been more stressed <laughs> out, you have to take into the uh, account the amount of money they have left yeah. of, for the weekend because if they might want to space their drinks because they can't afford it, yeah. maybe they're driving. I would like to know if the variables have been accounted for. I might run this study with my year 10s because that's a great thing. This is a good one to talk about variables. There's that much information out there that you could just make this up, send it to the West, be like, hey, we've done this study. Yeah, fake news is the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to know if they even checked what was in the glass. Yeah. If it was both cocktails. Yeah, it wasn't Rapture Nightclub. (laughs) 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 But what if one's a cocktail and one's a beer? Clearly you can drink the cocktail faster than the beer. Yeah. Because yeah, it tastes guess, yeah. like cordial. Yeah. Like the beer or the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, who does give a fuck? fuck? It just means that 
if you're a owner, if you own a bar, you're going to make more money because you'll get people sinking more, like drinking if it's more. Open, yeah. Is that is that the methodology behind some of these uh, glasses that aren't just pints? Yeah, hmm. for sure. Um, but also, it's going to cost you more in antisocial. Also, what does the word the word uh, perennial mean? Uh, <laughs> perennial martini it means like he's always drinking, oh. like a perennial marti- martini drinker. So yeah, right. Consistently, I thought it was someone born in the seventies. Like having Debbie on the show sometimes <laughs> for that, just for the knowledge of yeah. a school teacher. <laughs> I wonder if they know James Bond isn't real either. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's the, is it? The moral? What's the moral? Moral of the story is: um, if you want to get pissed quicker, order cocktails. Yeah, yeah, just. I don't know. Yeah. If you want to, if it, you want to see someone it, make a dick of themselves, isn't it pretty faster. obvious when you're in Bali and you're sipping on cocktails? Yeah. you get more fucked up than when you sink it on bintang. Yeah, that's because right. the cocktails have got methanol in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Iraq. <laughs> uh, who do we wish this happened to? Wish it happened to. Yeah. So we always sort of do. So who what do we? Wish it, who like, do we wish that someone didn't realise they were drinking out of slanty glasses and got, <laughs> <laughs> and got too much? Got too drunk? Probably doesn't fit this one, does it? Anyone, no. anyone, in Victoria, because they can't go to the pubs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sucked in, <laughs> sucked up from a slanted glass. Um, yeah, this will be a big one for you, Marsh. So we'll move straight on. That was a bit of a, a, a what do you call it? A dud. We've yeah, we've. I did. I wouldn't go that far. It's official. No, we've, we 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 got into the variables. That was important. <laughs> it's official. This happened today as well. I heard it on the radio and then it popped up in the newspaper. Mm. E-cigarettes go up in smoke. Oh. Yeah. Is Pinder. We, mm, Australia's health regulator has formalised the ban on e-cigarettes and heated tobacco products, rejecting suggestions they present a safer alternative for smokers and people trying to quit. Um, I won't read the whole thing. But it says that it was not satisfied so-called HTPs, which is hot tobacco products, offered any public health benefit. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Neither do cigarettes, you dumb fucks. (laughs) I do not consider HTPs would make a significant contribution to population harm reduction, the administrator said. Uh, Actually, I just better read the whole thing now. I consider that (laughs) maintaining the current scheduling for HTPs is necessary to protect public health from the risks associated with introducing a new nicotine product a new nicotine. not the one that has the monopoly on the market <laughs> it's fucking oh, it's fucking disgusting it's disgusting man. tobacco He's- company Philip Morris said health authorities have overlooked millions of smokers and vapors oh it's time God. Australian authorities recognize many adult smokers will continue to smoke cigarettes the most harmful way of consuming nicotine unless the government rethinks its tobacco control policy managing director Tam me Chan said why wouldn't you fucking just ban cigarettes why, <laughs> exactly. haven't, why haven't they done that yet it's not like I've smoked for years man on and that off that is a perfect but like just perfect ban ex- them it's a perfect example of like how money yeah lobbyists getting into these tobacco yeah. companies getting into the government telling them not to fuck it it's fucking bullshit man money definitely factors above like public, public yeah, health absolutely and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a joke man fuck ban cigarettes you, you cut out one form of addiction you save people have it if you really like, and I, I like a drop, but if you really wanted everyone to be a lot healthier, you'd ban alcohol and cigarettes. No, it wouldn't work because you'd make. Yeah, I, I remember. There'd be like, more deaths. I, I know how the Why? situation. Yeah. Like, People would be brewing their own. It'd be way less uh, safe. At least it's controlled. And it'd be, yeah, it becomes. And then you got a, the um, beer baron. Yeah. I'll get you, beer baron. <laughs> no, you won't. But that's, that's the. Yes, uh, I will. That's the actual. Um, that's the, what happens. That's to the method of thinking behind it is. Yeah. Uh, who, was the, who was the most famous gangster? Um, Al Capone. Yeah, that's what happened. That he was 
selling bootleg liquor and built an empire when they're a government banned yeah, okay. alcohol. Hmm. Um, also, ugly people got less roots. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would have got fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the the ban on cigarettes. Who gives a fuck? Fucking on e-cigarettes. E- uh, I, think I think it's a really so important it, thing that's just happened. So let's let's just clarify. Is that what Pinder? Yeah, vapes. Does? The vapes. Vapes. So well, the nicotine who gives in, a in fuck? a vape. Well, Pinder gives a fuck. Everyone trying to quit cigarettes gives a fuck. Yeah, because- It doesn't seem right that there's- But I think there's enough evidence to suggest that you can quit smoking without the use of an electric cigarette and without the use of nicotine replacement. What do they call it? So nicotine what is the argument? According to the scientific <laughs> reports- <laughs> So is the argument that the vapes help you let, uh, give you less tech, uh, nicotine so it's an easier way to- Well, that, no, it's that, just I think not it's same nicotine but less- Smoke chemicals. and all the other shit. There's no like- what's it? Arse, but isn't nicotine the, and, arsenic, arsenic and cyanide arsenic and carcinogenic? Isn't the isn't like you don't have to get nicotine, the smoke. Isn't nicotine the addictive part though? It is. So, the, but that's the same. Still with, got that. That's in. the same with every yeah. method to stop smoking except going cold turkey. Like if you use nicotine, it's hell hard to smoke cold turkey. Nic- <laughs> it doesn't even light. If it cooks good like a ham. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, Nicotine patches are still nicotine, so is the chewing gum, all that yeah. stuff. You still get your nicotine, you just don't get all the other shit that comes with it. Yeah. That's why, like, the nicotine companies are heavily invested in the methods that you use to stop smoking. Yeah. So all these all these nicotine companies have got millions invested yeah. in the nicotine chewing gum, the tabs, all that shit. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you can stop smoking, that'll be great for your health. Use some of these. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big war between the two yeah and it's just going to take a small spark but, they, to, but in reality there's, so, there's millions feel, uh, millions of people that have quit cold turkey so I mean you shouldn't be using any of that shit it's just like a coward's method yeah <laughs> well yeah, yeah why? you need to write like, a goal so every, you can tick it every time I've stopped <laughs> I guess it's worked I've done it cold turkey <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a I'd clever like to know joke. That's who, a smart joke. Bro. I'd like to know who's done the the studies on yeah, it was their lack of Philip help. Morris. Yeah, so <laughs> the tobacco company isn't that so funny? Like it was that's, Mr. Like Mal Borough. That's like Coca Cola funding the study on um, sugar. Sure no, it was yeah, it was on the heart disease and and trying to get to the bottom of that when uh, I think Eisenhower had a heart attack or whatever, and they they funded the study and they said it was fat. That was causing the issue. Yeah. Now we know fucking 50... And we've pushed that for 50 years, the fucking whole triangle, the food pyramid was all based on that, and now we know it was... No, it was sugar. It's food so pyramid, funny how dumb Illuminati. we've been for the last... Yeah. Like, we've been so, like, just thick as shit for the last 100 years. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Creating well, a bunch it's, of... It's like, not by... by it's, by... it's by design. It's like, yeah, don't tell them. Yeah. Creating a bunch of what, Marsh? Uh, we've created all this industry and revolution for the last 100 years, but the whole time we've just been like one. Shh. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> 20 cigarettes, you get a 10-minute lunch break. Be quick. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> just smoking, you can slack off work. Yeah, just been slaves, man. Mm. But um, the the guy who done the McDonald's thing, the fucking fat challenge. Oh, uh, yeah. He actually got a real change, didn't he? Um, the guy that done that supersized me. Supersized me, didn't yeah. He, have, he got like supersized band or something, didn't he? Supersized. Oh. oh, yes. Yeah, he, he so made you, change. Someone yeah. needs to do that so, with cigarettes. Yes, uh, it became they, they super smoke me. Day 272. <laughs> well, like that fucking TikTok guy. <laughs> Day 272. <laughs> you see that TikTok guy? He's like Indian guy, famous for just not drinking soft drink. 
This is day number 55 without a soft drink. It gets millions of views and it's the same video. Day number 56, I'd like to What? thank everyone. Dude, I do that all the time. I just drink water unless I'm drinking booze. Yeah. So, but he's just become a fucking sensation. Wow. Sev had him on his podcast. Wow. Yeah. Oh, real? Ridiculous. Sounds like a hell riveting guest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What did he do a Zoom call? Yeah, he did. He <laughs> called him. Oh, it's ridiculous. Jesus. Um, um, what's the moral of the story? I think we kind of hit that, eh? Yeah. That fucking- The monopoly. The monopolies. Don't be a pussy. Smoke real cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> smoke weed. <laughs> smoke the real and, stuff. And uh, who, who do we wish this happened to? Who do we wish got something banned that was trying to come into the mainstream? I can Clive Palmer. Give that cunt lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that after pay got banned so my zip pay would go up. Because <laughs> I'm still fuming on that. I hope a I hope a travel ban gets lift so flight center shares go up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that the uh, that just we keep the borders shut forever so I get way more gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize we were allowed selfish wishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best kind. <laughs> I wish everyone was banned from having money except me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you couldn't bribe them to do anything. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Nah. I don't know really what who I wish got banned. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I've just said one. You want Clivey? Yeah, big Clive. Hillary right? Clinton. Maybe we'll go. Um, oh, I think this is important. There's two good ones. We'll do, we'll do two. Because one is about um, the impact of uh, virtual reality robbing boys of real world experiences. So I think that could go. Is that in regards to porn and stuff? I haven't read the no, article. No, it's just in regards to what um, teenagers do for fun. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So uh, the article, what teenagers do for fun. You read just the says, article and I'll- uh, It just says masturbate. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole article. <laughs> <laughs> um, so virtual reality, Robin boys of real world experiences. Teenage boys need to leave their bedrooms. <laughs> it is masturbate. Leave their bedrooms, stop playing so many video games and get out into the real world more. A parenting expert said- Um, Maggie Dent is an author. She wants boys to spend more time hanging out with their families, learning from role models, which is kind of what we spoke about earlier, and doing chores around the house. Fun. In her new book, From Boys to Men, she says, lads who have spent countless hours in their bedrooms or on their couches, rather than participating in the real world, are very underprepared for life. To avoid this happening, we need to stop doing things for our boys. They could do themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Stop jerking them off. <laughs> In a survey for the book, WA Born Dent asked 1,600 men aged over 30 what they did for fun as a teen. And uh, I won't say the results. I'll quickly ask you. Oh, you're not over 30, are you? No. Nah. Okay. So um, we'll ask Branch when he comes back. 44% said sports, 25% said outdoor pursuits, and only 5% said computers or gaming. Dent pictured asked. Dent, oh, she's pictured, asked nearly 1,000 teens of today the same thing. 34% said sport, 29% said gaming, and 15% said outdoor activity. They're spending more time indoors and online, which reduces their capacity to understand nuances of communication. Most of what they do is gaming. Not only does this make it harder for them to do well at school, but the hunger for dopamine gives them a buzz that makes them feel so good. So the more gaming they do, the more they want to do it. Uh, Dent said boys need to learn how to do everyday things like have a drink. Talk to girls and create social connections. She also wants parents to invite people to be in their kids' lives again so they can inspire, befriend, and mentor teen boys. Rolf Harris just took this <laughs> <laughs> took this article and put it in his pocket. Um, the book is out today. So, ironically, that's kind of what we've just said. That's a lot of time, by the way. 
I just worked out it's 16.8 hours of extra gaming oh yeah less other stuff fuck quick math you are an engineer I was just I, I was listening a little oh hang on did you times it by 10 <laughs> <laughs> 168 <laughs> well it's funny they say that because me and you have started playing Call of Duty again and it is addictive man it is very addictive yeah man. I, I played that for I reckon a few months when I lived with me housemate Trent and um it hurt my eyes yeah, yeah. after like really, an hour you're like what really the fuck hurt my eyes. and you get used to it that's the bad thing so like first yeah. time you sit there for half an hour and you're like I can't play this and mm. then it's like an hour and before you know it, you can play three hours and, well could, not that we play that much but like yeah. we do go fucking too far FIFA is probably everyone can relate to FIFA yeah, man like yeah. that's addictive as fuck and it's the one time I could probably murder somebody yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well and, I could play I could play the, the NBA one without like my eyes feeling too sore but yeah, the right. fucking the Call of Duty maybe because you're constantly you're looking everywhere yeah, and yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. people sniping all fucking whatever but and also I was we played it on a 110 inch fucking um, projector <laughs> yeah, you're screen. looking around the corner so you literally <laughs> my neck was sore <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not I'm not the biggest gamer uh, we weren't really and then brought the Xbox into the house fuck yeah. mm. we don't waste I mean we waste too much time on it really yeah, I've got an Xbox. Like, we kind of limit ourselves with yeah, half an hour and then we'll do some we're like, We're like, right, if we're going to play Xbox, we're going to write some jokes or do something productive. So, yeah, guys are actually quite productive around the house in that regard. Recently. Or has that just started? Just I've been away recently. for heaps of the time. Yeah. I pretty much five the entire time I moved in with Delby. Oh, okay. On like stupid swings, like four weeks, three weeks, two weeks, whatever. Yeah. And then um, I've just came off that. So, mm. we're starting to do stuff now. But it's so easy to see how you can just lose time in technology. Yeah. Yeah. Gaming, like... Fucking social media. I do it at the end is of the that night what is it now in as, more of, as well? a reward. Um, yeah, it's, this is it's, online, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, online. And because what what did you do for fun when we were growing up? Sport outside, riding, yeah. riding your pushy around, yeah. building yeah, cubby you, houses. You didn't, you didn't want to be in the house, did you? I no. think you've just nailed all of them. Then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sport. Yeah, push bikes. I do remember when houses. I was twelve, we got a PlayStation and NBA Live. Mm. I did play that. I was hooked on that. Tony Hawk. Oh, and, Tony Hawk, yeah. And I could sit there, but then I would feel bad myself. Like I need to get out and go yeah. do shit. Yeah. So now it's the flip for teenage boys. So the fact that all their mates are on it, so it's a collective. It's yeah. Like, when you were younger, you were like, oh, chuck my shit in from school. My mates are going to the fucking wherever. Let's yeah. go. And then now it's like, my mates are online. Let's go talk to them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, hyper, that's more social. We are hyper aware of um, the amount of iPad or phone or TV that my daughter can have. Yeah. And it's this this sort of like silver lining where I'm like, well, you know, sometimes when you want to distract them and she doesn't watch, it's working so well that she won't just watch TV either, yeah. which is, it's great, but it means I'm always on. I'd prefer that though, to yeah. be honest with you. I'd prefer yeah. to be always on. Well, being a father. Yeah, but <laughs> as, in, as in you can't, I can't just sit her, like some kids her age, you can sit them in front of a TV and they'll watch a movie, they'll play with the iPad. Yeah. She won't do that. Yeah. She won't do it at all. She she might play with the iPad for a couple of minutes. She might watch YouTube Kids for yeah. a couple of minutes and then, right, next thing. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit like me though. Maybe yeah. that's just the personality. Yeah, oh, I heard you watch YouTube Kids way more than normal. Mate, <laughs> 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 hey, the worst thing is you sit there and you watch like a – Child movie or YouTube kids. What happened you. to Peppa Pig? No, and then they fuck off, and then you're sitting there for ten minutes, and you're still fucking plot. watching it, and you're like, "Shit, they <laughs> <laughs> gotcha." It's a real thing. It's yeah, the, uh, so the scary funny. thing. I, uh, I was at uh, work this morning, and uh, the guys were talking about like they've all got kids, and we're talking about kids and Peppa Pig, and then they're like, "Have you seen the Aussie Peppa Pig?" It's like, <laughs> Rory Lowe. Yeah, Rory. Rory. It's like fucking. Hell. And I watched the three of them just sit there fucking pissing themselves. <laughs> like, That's funny. man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think it's it's weird. Like that study, everything she said is the conversation we just had about 
like ba- like having fulfillment is almost all of the things that you need to go out and do mm. is what we spoke about earlier. But this isn't really good advice. She said boys needed to learn. So teenage boys need to learn how to do everything's like have a drink, talk to girls. Now I'm 33. I still got no idea. So I don't know if you're a teenage boy or if you're an adult. It's not really, it doesn't just happen, Miss Dent. You can't just talk to girls like normally and, and be successful. It takes a lot of practice. I think, but you I know guess, what's fucking funny these days as well? Especially when they're all on Call of Duty. It's uh, it's probably more it's probably more common these days to uh, not know a female and messenger online on yes. social media than it is to actually just go up to them and in a talk. place and be like, hey, how's it going? I'm so-and-so. And yeah. like, you do that now, people are like, ooh, who the fuck's this creep? So true, man. <laughs> so true. It's the anti-social media effect. Yeah, it's fucked, man. Because... Yeah, you'll see, like, I got a mate, I won't name him, but like, he's all his game is online. And when he's in person, he's quiet as a mouse. And, you know, there's no banter and it's all like online talking. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's really, really strange. And it fucking. But it's, it makes it even better when you do bump into people, when you do bump into people, for the people that can't speak, whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> uh, when you do bump into people who are up for a laugh, you're like, oh, this is fucking sick, man, having a good time. Um, but yeah. You mean lot. girls or just people in general? Just in general, yeah. it's, people are so closed off these days. Like, I remember, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you get older and just a bit more bored of other people or something. Mm. I remember, mm. I think like when you think back, you go, oh, I used to have such a laugh. Just fucking yeah, yeah, for sure. Chatting shit. More people would be out that you knew as well. Mm. And the older you get, the less people that you see out. But I think it's the antisocial effect because a girl will have this presence online when in reality, right? And I shouldn't pick on girls. It could be guys as well, gym dudes yeah, or whatever. people or whatever. Completely different, yeah. man. Or they've got this this sense of arrogance like they're, they're, they're somebody and it's all filter and Photoshop and then in real life, you're, you're not who you are online. And it's just, they think that they're better than they are. The amount yeah. of times I've, you know, experienced that is really, really depressing. It really annoys me. Mm. But um, No, I definitely see how you can just lose a lot of time through technology, waste a lot of time, and it can affect you mentally Yeah, in huge ways. But um, I think it's great, man. Like, I love listening to Call of Duty when I'm playing, I hear full-grown 45-year-old men telling 10-year-olds, I'm going to fuck your mum. But then the 10-year-old's like, yeah, well, I fucked your dad. Like, it's so funny, man. I just listen to these combos like, this is so funny. And like, parents shouldn't be worried about them getting hooked on the game. It's the people talking and mm. the language they're exposed yeah, to yeah, is insane. They're like, this little cunt. He's like, hey, if I can kill you, you fucking fag. It's like, yeah. man. Yeah, I walked in uh, to my nephew's bedroom the other day. He's playing the game and yeah. the language I'd have cracking him. I know I'm, and what the language you were having a crack him? Uh, with? No, <laughs> well, sorry, and you know what I think about swearing, yeah. uh, Delby, and uh, I do think a bit what of. What do you think you shouldn't swear? No, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm I'm a bit more about context. I'd make a joke about it, but in jest. As in reality, I, I still—I've been up here all night. Like, I, st- <laughs> I, I, I still—I still actually think quite similarly to that. I think there's certain. Well, it's, it's all context, and when you're a teacher as well, if a kid's like, "Ah, oh, shit," you don't go, "Hey, don't swear," and yeah. you blow up. But if they're like, "Fuck you, sir," then mm. there's a whole difference. Feel like, ah, oh, that's fucked. Yes, that like, yes, it's rude. Mm. But I'll go look, dude. If you don't like something, that's not how we deal with it. But yeah. if he's like, "You're fucked, sir," fuck, then yeah. that's a completely different- huge difference. It's a different time and a place for it as well. Yeah. Like just chilling here. Who cares what comes out my mouth? But like, but that's not, yeah. ha- and that's not how they're using it. They're nah. not using. They're using it with bad intent, with malice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're using it to try and hurt people's feelings. Yeah, and that's I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like how everything shifted online. I mean, now we we sound like the, we sound like the old people, but for them, it's normal. Yeah. You know, she's writing a book based on what she thinks was normal. 
the normal is changing. Mm. It's not going to be normal from this point forward. Mm. Social interactions are going to be different. Human interactions. I mean, even if you still going to have the same goal. That sixteen point eight hours or whatever I said, like they go to school mm. and they probably spend that much time in front of a screen. So yeah. Where does it actually... Oh, not at my yeah, school. Well, if you can afford the, computers at your school. <laughs> well, again, and I only use my nephew's school as a reference, but they all have to have an iPad. Yeah, and they keep telling you to leave school premises <laughs> and stop making notes around the school ground. <laughs> I swear I'm just taking notes on laptops. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah. I mean, the other thing is, if you wanted to look up this study, you'd probably have the police knocking on your door. Teenage boys activity, <laughs> too much game time. It's not, it's not going to be a good look on your search history. Yeah. Um, so I guess who gives a fuck? We spoke about that. It's important. Um, what's the moral of the story? Um, get outside and build a gang hut. Mm. <laughs> yeah, go, it- go socialize, form gangs and bash people like the good old days. Is, go go is- fly a kite, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> there's space for technology. I get it. I'm not one of those anti-technology people, but there's just fucking like... Uh, there's- Everything in moderation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I get um, it. Who do we wish it happened to? We don't, we, need it. we don't need to do that one. Um, so the last one, happy folks, sing the blues. So you're talking about Peppa Pig and all that. So it mm-hmm. works nicely on this. Forgetting your worries and strife seems like a mantra for a life of bliss. And aptly, the song it comes from, The Bare Necessities, has been voted Disney's most uplifting tune. It the, is good. The Jungle Book song sung oh. by Baloo and young boy Mowgli, who spends a lot of time outside <laughs> uh, with wild animals and bears, which is... Clearly not safe. <laughs> yes. but, uh, it's better Should've than been bloody Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. Uh, pictured uh, in the 1967 classic was chosen by 40% of people in 40. a survey. Yeah, 400 in Glasgow. <laughs> in a survey by streaming service Disney Plus and RadioTimes.com, uh, resp- respondents were asked to pick the Disney song that cheered them up the most. You've got a friend in me from Toy Story, Hakuna Matata from The Lion King rounded off the top three. I would have voted Hakuna Matata. Fans I would have went Christopher. For Walken's, uh, you can roll with this. Nah, nah, you can roll with that. You can roll with that. The king of the swinger kings. The one when he's like, ah, uh, uh, when he's the King Louis. King Louis, when he's like, I'm the king of the well, king of swings. That's a good Christopher <laughs> Walken. <laughs> <The> jungle VIP. <laughs> Like it's, a scooch. It's, it's all wrong. <laughs> scooch a, a little closer. Um, yeah, that's pretty tone. catchy. Oh, oh, um, fans <laughs> also said Mary Poppins was the film that made them the most nostalgic, followed by Mrs. Doubtfire. Really? Marsh's side piece, yeah. Is that, is, is that a Disney film? Apparently so. Yeah, it would be. I'm not a fan of Disney anymore now that I've seen all the sexual innuendo that's placed within their movies. Yes, have you seen it all? Yeah, but they do that for the adults, right? Yeah. Yeah, but all cartoons would be different. No, but like the sexual- They do it like, for the creeps. Like the actual, like, the dicks. It's for the teenage boys stuff. that have been told to watch them. Yeah. Stuff the they put, stuff. like, dicks and stuff in, like, in awkward- Places and yeah, it's have you have you seen that stuff? I've never had a dick in all. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the? Yeah, I've seen the. the yeah, 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 I've oh, seen really? it. Yeah, no, so they'll put like Daffy Duck all over boner and shit like that. I mean, they're adults who are. Animating I get the adult jokes. Li- no, but I mean, they're adults who are animating cartoons for a professional mm. living. They're going to be a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and that, that, I think I feel like that's they're what it is. It's just weird. one animator's just gone. Bang. No one will notice this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just a quick little addition. I quite like, and I hate it, man. And I don't have kids, but the Frozen song is pretty. 
inspiring. It's pretty uplifting. The build a snowman one. Yeah. yeah. Is that where you'd go? Oh, is it Let It Go? No, Build a Snowman. Yeah, yeah let, it same let It Go. Yeah. Let It Go. Yeah. Yep, I like that. Uh, but Bear Necessities is good. I mean. Have you got followers? I quite like that. <laughs> uh, put it to them, see which one of our songs. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, we can do a little. I'm uh, going king of the whatever it is. I, I actually always find myself singing a whole new world, but I found out that I sing the lyrics wrong. Oh. So, really? A whole new world, okay. a whole fantastic world for me. I don't know if that's the song yet, but. I sing a bit of that. Uh, well, and I sing a bit of it. From bit. Aladdin. M- uh, um, Mo- Moana? Yeah, which one? You're welcome. You're welcome. That's The Rock, bro. Mm, the Rock. Mm. Mm. You say Moana? Uh, I think sick. I have, yeah. Pretty dope. How come you have seen it? I always chuck <laughs> I have a daughter. <laughs> we stopped watching Call of Duty, playing Call of Duty one night. And Mate, they're the best hangover movies Yeah, when I'm ever. rough in bed, I just Netflix, boom, see you there. Mate. I love the live action. Um, the Tarzan was dope, but I, oh, I, yeah. I've tried doing this on stage, but I, I really like the idea of the live action remake of Bambi. You know how her mum gets shot? It's just Joe Rogan in the bush with a with a crossbow. <laughs> just high definition arrow through That's so good. <laughs> do people not get who Joe Rogan is? Do you think I that's know, I've what? only done it twice. I haven't done it properly. Yeah. But I think it's, yeah, you got to know Joe to get the, to yeah. get the idea. It's a great, a great reference. Loses elk meat. Yeah. Elk meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that guy take the piss out of him yeah, online? Dumb, it's yeah, yeah it's so, with it's, him and uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 so fucking funny. Yeah, man. Um, anyway, have you tried elk meat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, yeah, did we do moral? Uh, moral of the story, uh, oh, they're all, it's pretty much just a feel-good story, man. Feel well, good. What is your favourite? Like My favourite Disney song? Mm. Um, I, what's that? I just can't wait to be king. king that's Lion good. King. Everybody mm. look left. It'd be Everybody look right. Anything yeah. from The Lion King. Yeah. Lion King is my... My jam. Nah, when yeah. I heard that song. You didn't like it? What, nah, Candle in the Wind? Nah, when I heard the Christopher Walken one, I was just oh, like, yeah. that's a proper sing, like, it's like swing music. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> I've been to the top and <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> My that's wife sick. walked down the aisle to a Lion King song. Oh, yeah. Can you feel the love? I love that one. That's Anything where we had an acoustic. You're right. Yeah, when John done all the songs to the Lion King, to be fair, so he should definitely be up there. Yeah, Candle in the Wind. Um, all of them. He didn't no, the Candle in the Wind was not in Lion Yeah, but it's not in Lion King. Is it not? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you Rocket lived man, your man. life <laughs> like a candle <laughs> in the wind. Actually, yeah, you're right. That was Princess Diana's song. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck I mean, Princess Diana. Mufasa and Diana. Also, also killed by her royal family. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a, a princess. Another Disney princess dead. <laughs> It's actually the origin story of Prince Harry, you know, <laughs> Prince Harry, Prince William. Every Disney story, the, the mum dies. Yeah, yeah. They create the the family dis. Yeah, yeah. It's a Disney conspiracy. Mm. So I can't wait for. We should do a full Disney episode. Prince Philip and me conspiracies on Disney. <laughs> yeah, break them down because like there's, the, um, there's thing, a lot with Disney. The one thing they do well is all the little um, cameos of other. Disney movies inside, inside yeah, them. Yeah, I don't mind that sort of sneaky. stuff. I don't like the message they're sending with Sleeping Beauty. Like Prince Go Charming walks in and just kisses. And there's a chick passed out. He doesn't think, I'll call the ambulance. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> see if she's awake. Straight away, I'm going to molest her on the mouth. That's fr- like, it, it Hopefully is a, she wakes up. It's a horror. It was different times. Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things are much more enchanted. <laughs> oh, classic. 
Um, I was standard first aid back in the day. <laughs> oh, she's unconscious. <laughs> Fuck, Prince harming. Well, and that maybe can get us to a uh, a final little thing that we can finish on. Uh, PC culture. He lost his princeship. He was the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> after that, <laughs> PC culture is a comedian. Cancelled. Yeah, you uh, would. I have. I guess have to deal with this every time you sort of uh, think of a joke. I don't think I've done anything that offensive, to be honest. I just. Uh, oh come on. Uh, once made a joke about Down syndrome people and they got upset because they had a kid who was Down syndrome which is totally fair was that Comedians vs Rappers nah nah it was in Adelaide a show to three people and two of them had a disabled kid and they made a joke (laughs) it's weird because the third person was a disabled kid (laughs) (laughs) and he was having a go at him with his finger pointed and then two guys in the front row of one show they fucking just caused a commotion ruined my entire set I wanted to cry when I came off stage but uh yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't Your school that, shooting one's pretty good. Oh, yeah, people get upset about that. A guy yeah. in the front row had been shot at one of the gigs what? in the comedy lounge. The mm. same guy that done my drone pilot license. Really? He'd been shot in the military in the back or something. I'd done this joke about school shootings, and he was like, I've been shot. And I'm like, yeah, Not right. in the mouth, shut the fuck up. <laughs> not, in, not in America. Yeah. <laughs> not in high school. <laughs> but what, Other people have been shot, dude. Get over yourself. <laughs> and we, sp- we say this every week. Like, why would you go to a stand-up comedy show and... Get wanna, offended about yeah. shit. People are like, yeah. it's my time, finally. Uh, I've been going to 35 gigs and no one's <laughs> talked about being shot. That squirrely what, instance really- Horrific. It just, every single time I think of it now, it just- It's infuriating. Yeah, it, it makes me really angry. Yeah. Not letting people finish to turn a joke around specifically as well. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's it's becoming an issue everywhere. Like we sometimes we have to be careful what we say on this because yeah. now we're actually getting a few listeners. Um, yeah, shout out to everyone that's actually been following, man. We're yeah. number twenty five in Australia for comedy interviews. Mm. So um, it's all yeah. the quality caliber guests, man. Yeah, so it's at Grant Musha on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. <laughs> across all the platforms. You get your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you're still listening, um, reviewers as well. It helps and um, start following the Facebook and Insta pages so we can yeah. build that organically. Well, Clearly, the fans, well, you guys at home listening, uh, are listening to the whole episodes because I'm looking at the average listen time and they're listening to all but the last two seconds of the yeah, thing. Right. If only uh, you had that with your wife <laughs> <laughs> and you would listen to her for the whole time, you'd yeah, be much happier. Um, but no, things are going very well uh, with the podcast, so we will continue to um, yeah, thanks everyone. go further with that. Um, you got anything to plug, Mush, coming up? Uh, what have I got? Uh, no, I'm going to do 10 trial shows between now and December for my friend show and then I'm going to just... Keep hustling, man. Keep keep on. Keep Mush is gonna. On. Are you going Goal to do set. Kingsley comedy night? Oh yeah, we're doing a footy gig. Am I doing on, that? Did you ask you me to do, do that? It's in Kingsley. Well, it won't take me long to get there. On I guess. Twelve. But, but yeah. nothing major till Fringe. Probably going to do a show every night. I reckon. Uh, during Fringe, yeah. Yeah, all about the Benjamins, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the um, Manapito. M- 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 I can't remember his name. Fuck. He's on a hundred dollar bill. How bad's that? L one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, when was the last time you had cash? Oh, I, had a, I literally <laughs> answered this the other day, man. <laughs> ma, ma, the indigenous bloke ma, ma, starts with an M. Eric Manapito or something, Manapero. Mm. Anyway, we'll have to check that one. That's yeah. fake news. Fake news. Um, I've got this Saturday. Uh, Eric, you've got Eric it. Eric Perennial. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, um, you've got a big yeah, so month coming up. Just for this Saturday, it's my mum's birthday. It's a shout out to mum. She oh, she listens. This is dope, man. Um, oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to get her on the potty. Oh, yeah? My mum's mm. had, yeah, she's got some great hard yard stories. Mm. Um, Sunday singles, but it's sold out um, on the 30th. And if you're listening to this and it happens to be uh, the week of September 1st, Comedy Lounge on the 3rd of September, Comedians vs. Rappers. So you actually get to see me freestyle and um, destroy some rappers or comedians, depending which side I'm on with freestyle comedy. And that show comedy. is so good because you can have seen it three or four times. And it's, it's always different. different. Yeah, always, it's, every it's single fun, time man. it's different. Yeah. Always, yeah. Have you ever been on that? Yeah, I've done it heaps. Never at Comedy Lounge because I feel like I'll probably freeze up there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, it's good fun, man. Yeah. Destroyed a few of the rappers. Couldn't freeze worse than the parrot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I- One of the funniest things I had doing that show was they'll be just like roasting me for about a minute, maybe even a minute and a half of just straight fire freestyle, just like destroy me. And the crowd's like, oh, what's he going to do? I'm standing there, Delby's just looking at me at the mic and I just grab the mic and I'm like, boring. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> it was a one word kill. The first time I got to see Delby uh, do that, uh, he absolutely destroyed yeah, someone. Always does, and man. I, I don't know how often you do destroy, but that was fucking, I'd never seen, it was a standing ovation. He did some line about Nike, just do oh, it. Yeah, and it just, and it was, that. it was fucking incredible. And um, my, your stocks went up in my book. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and yeah, it was a reflection of how one. well you were doing yeah. at that time. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, it's my favourite show to do. Um, but um, yeah, thank you, man. And the funny thing is- If you've never seen me do um, freestyle, it's something I don't really talk about on this show. We did have Max Shane on. I didn't even mm. freestyle with him, but yeah, it'd be a really good one. It's one of my favorite skills. Do you get loads of listeners in Perth? Yeah, yeah. For the potty? Yes, it's uh, heavily- Oh, no, actually, no. It's starting to spread it's now. It's starting to spread, yeah. Like Corona. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but why yeah, is that? Still- like for gigs and that, you mean? Oh, just because you're promoting gigs, I'm like, yeah. oh, who's listening? Yeah, yeah. Like, where are the predominance of the audience? Yeah, it's about yeah. Uh, 80 or 90% Perth. Yeah, yeah it'd be right. mostly Perth at yeah, this cool. stage, but there's oh, Why actually is that? probably even less. Um, I would suggest that- A podcast our, that you put on the internet, do you say you live in Perth or something? So I would suggest because of our following, our friendship group would have initially been the- Perth people, so it spreads from there, and then yeah. people go, oh, I'll listen to that. Correct. And, listen to it and, and we only get yeah. Perth people on ah. at the moment, so uh, Perth people would be- yeah, sure. Fuck, you make a few lessons in Scotland. Yeah, yeah, legit. <laughs> well, we, we, yeah. We're trying to go organically as much as possible. I've sent a few mass invites to like the Hard Yarns page, but I might not do that now because oh, yeah. if they just like it, if you do like it, try and interact with it. Yeah. Please. Just give it a like or something. Yeah, just like every it's now helping. and again, interact. Mm. Um, but I have started up. another potty that's a lot of fun as well. Oh, you yeah. ruined my multi. It's good. With Sean Conway and um, Squirrely. It's it's a lot of fun. So if you're into betting and Ellen Degenerate gamblers like me, oh, then- uh, I've got a good one for you as well. Yeah. Did you, I, I messaged you my multi yeah. with Darling and Kennedy. Yeah. Did you see him hit the post? Uh, no, I didn't. He hit the post no. in the third quarter. Yeah. Like 35. Standard. Nearly directly out. Yeah. Standard. Fucking- and cost yeah. me, yeah, about 1300 Yeah, so bucks. put it on an insulin tag at, yeah. at your and my multi. <laughs> yeah, That's okay. the whole thing, man. And you go on the draw for the 20-buck multi. Oh, yeah. yes. So there's you, something you for us. Well, you put a 20-buck multi on for people. Yeah, so if you tag your, your bet slip that you lost on by a leg, then you go into the draw. Ah, yeah. And if you, yeah, we're going to put on a multi One for you. One per episode. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. So we do a 19-legger for a dollar, not 20-legger for a dollar, and then um, a safe, in air quotes, three-leg multi. I'll pick one squarely, and it's Conway. Oh, yeah. And we oh. put $19 on it. Oh, it's fuck. Your friends, and- when that builds a following, you're going to have people who are like, Dilly they always picks the winner or Conway always picks the guy. Yeah. Like, hating yeah. on each other. Well, what the aim is, is we want to get, because um, people have been sending death threats to AFL players <laughs> over losing their multi and shit. Yeah. So, you so get- we want to get them to death threat us yes. to send it to us to save the AFL players. Put it on the goal list, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. Delby does it publicly on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a, uh, it's me seeing a doctor is talking about it with the boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything for you, Branch? No. Nah. B32 Media. Actually, I should probably just stop fucking plugging it. I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm fucking wrecked at the moment. Um, oh, so, yeah. it's a good thing. It's a good problem. I had someone have. hit me up about getting married because they listened to Grin Reapers. He was like, oh, I heard you're celebrating. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've got my first uh, Well, I'm a, I'm a shagger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got my first wedding uh, for the season. This uh, Saturday, actually. You're doing pictures? No, I film. Oh, I yeah. film. So, yeah, that should be all right. And I had a wedding that was supposed to be on grand final day. They cancelled because they, yeah. I just got my drone pilot license. Issues, issues. May try and do some weddings for cashies, man. Um, oh, that's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, they re- um, they said no actually the wedding's back on so keep that date and I was like oh fuck okay well missing out on grand final day and then they emailed this morning saying no we can't get the venue we want to it's been postponed again mm. so. you should have just messaged back saying I think it's a sign <laughs> 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 yeah, um, but yeah no, nothing much for me except for the podcast just get around the potty um, and we're going to start we'll, we'll troll this merch and then we might start hitting up some merch. That'd be yes, good idea. Fuck yeah, the Sick. parrot. And we've got, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the parrot definitely. That's such a good saying, man. Um, but nah, guys, fucking awesome episode. Don't know how long this went for. Probably a couple of a, hours, nearly. Longer one, hours, hour and a yeah. half. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, twenty-five. Oh, two hours, easy. Yeah. Uh, it's twenty hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, absolute legend. Thanks for coming on. Come back on anytime you want, and we'll talk some uh, conspiracies or fucking news. Mush, you're good at conspiracies, eh? Yeah, no, nah, not really. Nah. I was just going to sing them out. How about I just come up? <laughs> I'll just come around one night and we'll play Call of Duty. Yeah, do right. <laughs> How good. Won't talk to girls. All right, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. News, the enemy of the people. That I call the fake news, the enemy of the people. The fake news.